We're and, back. And it's so fun. Um, we were supposed to start last week, but last week was my dear brother's 10th birthday. I had a dentist appointment. <laughs> happy birthday, Mason. Happy dentist, Midge. Happy, no, happy no. dentist. Was not happy. Was not happy. Um, my, my dearest baby brother uh, turned 10, so I had to go back. I always go back for his birthday, but, you know, 10's big. So uh, it was mandatory. Double digits. Double digits. Um, he's almost the age I was when he was birthed, which is a little weird to me because I remember when he was born, I was like, wow, when I'm 21, he'll be 10 and I'm here and I didn't think I would be here. Um, anyway, so we had a very uneventful summer. Oh, yeah. Um, especially for nerds who don't go outside. That's us. Nerds uh, who don't what do we do? We read books and watch media and have jobs <laughs> and have jobs uh, a lot of jobs between all jobs of us. we love <laughs> jobs we i mean jobs I, we do i worked two jobs um one of them i loved the other one was my mom's job <laughs> um joe had jobs who had jobs yes <laughs> um but we also consumed quite a bit of media oh, absolutely. and also over the past couple of days we consumed more media and once again this is a media talk show so we're going to start off right off the bat um what what was like i guess kenobi so like uh, yeah, yeah because that like that came, came out just as the semester ended yeah, probably like two weeks after the semester ended which um me and joe like she was working until like five like those days because she had a, a big girl job so i was like i'm like we're watching kenobi dig there you need to get out of work um yeah. so we would go and go sit at her kitchen counter and eat whatever food we picked up from Shoprite and watch kenobi together um but yeah so let's start off with kenobi so um so if you guys are new to the show Usually when the semester ends or we have nothing else to talk about. Or the semester begins. Or the semester begins, we discuss, like, we'll usually consume a lot of media over breaks because we actually have time. Um, imagine. <laughs> imagine having time. So we actually, so we'll get we'll get together, we'll convene, and we'll talk about things we watched or consumed over the past uh, bit. And this is one of those because it is the start of the semester. It's our first show, and we watch a lot of stuff over the summer. So let's start off with Kenobi. Thoughts? One of the best live action Star Wars oh, yeah. shows in a while. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I, a lot of people were looking forward to it. I remember it was like 2018, 2019 when right. it was at like a, either D three or Star Wars Celebration. Probably D twenty three. I think it was D twenty three, and if uh, Kathleen Kennedy was like with Ewan McGregor, and yeah. well, Ewan McGregor was like, "Hey, Kathleen, asked me if I'm gonna return as Obi Wan Kenobi," and she was like, "Hey, Ewan, are you returning as Obi Wan Kenobi?" And he's like, "Yeah," and everyone freaked out, of course, obviously, because um. Do you know, like, the Muppets bit where it's like, this is the worst thing ever. No, it's horrible. Well, it wasn't that bad. No, it was actually pretty good. Yeah, it's real encore. That's basically (laughs) the prequels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, Ian McGregor is definitely a beloved Obi-Wan Kenobi. And... Well, I feel like I I remember... I think originally it was supposed to be a movie, or me, I'm mistaking something else, where it was a Obi-Wan com- movie and also a Boba Fett movie, and conveniently they both turned into shows. You were right about that. They yeah. actually did have a Han Solo trilogy plan. Yes. Oh, right. Boba Fett movie, uh, which turned into The Mandalorian, then The Book of Boba Fett. Then they had the Kenobi movie that they were going to make into a trilogy. I, I, like right. I see. Yeah. I think I think we, me and Joe, ended up talking about this over the summer. I think it made a much better TV show than it did a movie, like a trilogy. Oh yeah. Instead of like waiting for stuff, it made a much better um, TV show, um, like um, Kenobi. 
oh, I was going to say the Solo, I was really disappointed that Solo did not get a trilogy. Like, this is like, I don't know if it's a hot take. Hmm. Solo wasn't that bad of a movie. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Silence I you, I hear your thoughts. She She's flipping muter, me off. <laughs> Solo is her favorite Star Wars movie. For the uninformed, that would be the Or show. Phantom Menace or something else. <laughs> and I should say it louder. No, it was mid. Okay, it like, listen, Solo <laughs> Solo is not, stop giving the death clear. Solo is not as bad as people love to make it out. Mm-hmm. Be like, no. I think people were just upset because they recasted Han Solo. Ooh. Also, I remember people were flipping out. They were like, they said they weren't going to continue recasting the original trilogy over Leia. Kid Leia. Kid Leia. Oh, little baby. They were oh, like, you want? Well, the- also, like, Rest her soul. How, how <laughs> old was Harrison Ford? Uh, whoever yes. plays that, Harrison Ford. Okay. Harrison, Harrison Ford. How Ford. old was Harrison Ford in 2016? You want him to play a young Han, Han Solo? Like, people were really upset. And also, what's his... <laughs> and they like, also said that... um, guy. I don't remember his name. The guy who did a really good Han impression on right. the internet. Right, Everyone right. wanted him to be Han Solo. And they like, casted what's-his-face. I don't know. Alan... Uh, El- no. Alan... Eh. God, Alden Allen Rich. Or, yeah, yeah. I, all that I remember, guy. he was in Beautiful Creatures. Uh huh. And I think he was in. Was he in Divergent or like one of those other movies? I'm not sure. I know no. he was in Beautiful Creatures for sure, because I watched like Beautiful Creatures like four times by accident. By accident? What I mean by accident, I mean it was just kind of on the TV, and I'm like, I guess I'll watch oh, okay. Beautiful Creatures. Um, and I bought the first three books, and I never read them. Um, nice. right but I'm, I, he was like in Beautiful Creatures, so and everyone was like upset because there was word that he was taking like act. He was like acting coaches like for the role like while the movie was being written. But I think he did a good job, and I will not shut up about how well of a job uh, Donald Glover oh did as yes. Lando. Mm-hmm. He did an amazing Lando. I like that he was like a little bit stunted because it's still like baby Lando, so he's not as suave. Yeah, um, he wasn't in Divergent, but he was in Supernatural, as in the TV show. Yeah, like, he's not, like, a super big-name actor, and I didn't... I, I thought he did a fine job as Han. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, I don't think Solo is a bad movie, and no. I don't understand why people insist... Like, well, it's Star Wars fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, people insist on hating this movie. I didn't see the movie pre-opening night like I did the other ones. I saw it, like, a couple days after it came out during the day. The movie theater was dead. Oh, I'm sure. There was, like, not a lot of people. It was just... Because they went pre-opening night. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Everyone went pre-opening night. Um, Listen, Solo was not bad. I really no. wish they got... a like a trilogy out of it because I liked Kira and I liked the build up they had with Maul Maul, seeing Maul like, in a movie would have been insane well I think um, I, I forget who says it who said it but um, I watched this uh, one YouTube channel where like they talk about like a lot of like Star Wars stuff where it's like the upcoming movies and like things they did wrong things they did good onwards and onwards I feel like they said something about like the the solo movies wouldn't like work as a trilogy because it's like what would you do necessarily for like the second and third movie exactly? Well, they had a build up with Maul and Crimson Dawn. I think yeah. it would I think it would have been like a fun, um, like I don't want to use the word gangster movie, I but like say heist movie, like a good heist movies. Yeah, those I, would be really cool heist movies. But at this point, I would even take like, a com- like a comic run. I would love. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel I would like actually pick up a comic. Wow. I, feel like it would probably just turn into a war of the bounty hunters the movie as like part probably. two <laughs> which is not a bad idea which it's not a bad idea but hunters? it wouldn't be very solo centric because you know awesome. solo's yeah. frozen carbonite didn't we just do the yeah but like <laughs> if you you know if you take like a like the same kind of premise but you know shifted a couple of years earlier like another factional because bounty hunters like it's in their nature to fight like that like mm-hmm. you, we should have mo- 
it shouldn't be an uncommon occurrence for, you know, bounty hunters that we, you know, we like, I mean, spoilers for War of the Bounty Hunters, we saw like beloved characters from, well, I mean, you know, beloved, it's Star Wars, everyone has their favorite obscure character, but we saw beloved characters from the original trilogy. I can't say it, but like, Glarb. <laughs> what? I, there's, there's the meme on Tumblr where it's like, oh. Glarb Blanco, I can't oh, say the word. Glub. Glub. Poopo. Poopo, I can't say the word. <laughs> and it's like, like, and that could feasibly be, and I remember it, so, someone brought up Big's, uh, Big's Darklighter, and everyone was like, oh, this is another fake Star Wars character. It's like, no, he's real. Big's is a real character. And his mustache is glorious, but he, respect on his name. Thank he does you. have a glorious mustache. I love Big's. Um, rip to wedge and Dillies. Can I just, can, can I just spoil War of the Bounty Hunters? Sure. Yeah. sure. So, like, in the opening act, not, like, in the beginning, but, like, in the opening act of the story, because the, the whole comic arc, there's, like, you know, three different... Sort of three different acts. One's like, you know, the POV of like fighting off the other bounty hunters. The, uh, the like the second one is like Boba Fett securing the bag. And then the third is like how he ended up um, bringing Han back to Jabba. I think, you know, from what I remember, Dirge uh-huh. is there from the Clone Wars. Coolest bounty hunter ever. I love him. Uh, he, he, is there. Yeah. Forlom and Zuckus get just wiped in the first act. Like, you know, For- Forlom the droid and Zuckus the uh, the Gand, the big bug looking dude. Mm-hmm. Those are names that was, know. you know, they were there in the on in well, the scene it, where Vader says basically no Basically just the lineup in uh, Empire Strikes Back, like when yeah. they're on the Star Destroyer, the lineup of bounty hunters, they're all pretty much there, I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah, like, and like, then the, the droid and the bug guy that were there, they I, get just completely wiped. I, I really would have been happy with, like, something like that as a movie and, like, with Solo kind of... Like, don't know how well it would have been, I, but I think I would have enjoyed it nonetheless as just, like, a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... But so going back to what we were originally talking about, we're talking yes. about Kenobi. Yeah, excellent. Oh my oh god! Oh my gosh! I think I, the only episode I had a, like a, somewhat of a problem with because it just felt like it was padding for time, but I didn't really care was the whole like breaking Leia out a second yeah. time thing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Also, at the Inquisitor Fortress. Or? Yeah, the Inquisitor. Yeah, Fortress. I, I think it was. I think it was cool, and I like that was so Inquisitorious. But I'm like, all right, it's all right. like also. Everyone's like, oh, this is gonna be like the rated, like the lowest rating, like uh, like a G, like it wasn't rated G, but like of like the Star Wars shows. No, me the- and Joe lost it when the guy got split in half by like the uh, the laser gate. The laser gate. Also, just like just a note, we saw Tara Sanube, the Jedi librarian. Yes, yes. That's in, the, that's the, the lowest inquis- rated episode yeah, too. In the Inquisitorious tomb, we saw a youngling in there, and I'm pretty sure that we saw like. Some of that was really dark. I'm pretty sure we saw Kenobi another. Kenobi was really dark, and I uh, loved yeah. it. I swear. We saw another Mary Allen there, not uh, Luminar. No, I know that. I swear I saw Plo Koon and Mace Windu there. I don't know how they got there. I couldn't, they, because all of them kind of like blend together. Like, there's like so many different yeah. like, f- features and aliens and like whatever. I mean, it, so it could have been, it could have easily been like two other people. But I feel like I remember other YouTubers saying, like, oh, I see Mace at the top right corner for like 0.5 seconds, or oh, I see. I hate Plo Star Koon. Wars fans. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I like, like that theory, but like, it's like you said, it happened so fast yeah. where like but they it, like really like are like focusing on Terrace Anube and the young like not really like the people in the background. It was, but I mm. also there are like there are other Keldor who yeah. became Jedi like Plo Like I'm saying, like but, yeah. like I'm I, saying, it could have been anyone. I also want to bring this up because I think all of us agree when I, I, it's like when they're first leaving and um the the fake Jedi man who I forget his name well, Haja Haja the one uh, from Big Bang Theory. Right? Come on, then, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and he's like helping, like he's gonna help them and like. Leia's like, no, we have to accept help. Like, you know, we're kind of like screwing the situation. 
And then he's like, you sorry, you just reminded me of someone. He's talking about Satine. He's, talking he's about not me. talking about Padme. When has Padme ever been stubborn except for, like, maybe the Clovis arc? Which, like, Anakin, no. Anakin, no. <laughs> the telenovela. <laughs> the telenovela. <laughs> so, um... We, we because I was thinking about this scene the other day and we all watched it again yeah. and at first I'm like oh this is you could argue for it but like it's probably Padme then I watch it again and I'm like Sammy might have a point <laughs> I do have a point like I think I really think he's talking about uh, Satine there I almost said Sabine or it could be because- Ahsoka or it could be Ahsoka but yeah but I, also like because I think he was mainly saying that he reminds her of someone in him um, either like her mother or someone in his past. I don't really think Ahsoka would really fit either. Yeah. Of those I, I really felt like he was talking about Satina, and yeah. I love the like at the very end when he's talking about he's like you have qualities like blah blah blah. This is the qualities of your mother, and you have but you also have these qualities. That's the quality of your father. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Leia is much more like Tears. Anakin, and oh, Luke man. is much more like Padme. I, I love talking about this because I always say if. If Leia was the one on the Death Star mm-hmm. 2, she would have just murked Vader. Oh, yeah. No Duh. question about Duh. it. Duh. Well, like, Luke has the forgiveness of his mother. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I love that. And I love that whole ending se- uh, sequence. But also, let's mm-hmm. talk about Joe. Like, we always joke, like, oh, like, pa- like Leia really got, like, you know, like, the good life because she was a princess. Nah. No. 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 This- She's kidnapped twice. <laughs> <laughs> like, this poor girl, in the span of like a couple of months, got kidnapped twice. She got like interrogated by an inquisitor. And her cousin sucks. Yeah, her Who's cousin. Her cousin, cousin who's like, oh, oh yes, that little droid racist. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, yes. Okay. He's like, you're not a real old Ghana. You're adopted. How about you shut up, nerd? <laughs> nerd. I, I I never felt like calling a kid a nerd until like now. Um, but I loved. Like, I, I want to have a separate episode, like, because I found some TikToks I would really mm-hmm. like to talk about, because I want to do a character study on Anakin. And, yes, and, I know. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, the Kenobi show is such a very important show, and I don't want to sure. waste, like, Our t- like, too too much time talking about all the in-depths of Kenobi. I want to do that on a separate ed- episode yeah. about the relation. Like, it's a case on Anakin, but it's a very going to be heavy with Obi-Wan's relationship with him in that. Absolutely. Uh, I was going to say something, but I can't say it. We can't the say guidelines. Obi-Wan Kenobi No, Sean Sean, look at me in the eyes Everyone knows <laughs> Everyone <laughs> knows <laughs> You um, the the neck. Just a little, little thing I also like the little uh, Palpatine hologram That's when <laughs> Well, when that first came on Like, I watched it Earlier than Sam and Joe watched it, yeah. I'm like, "Have you finished Kenobia?" And they're like, "No." I'm like, "Okay, when you finish it, let me know." And they're like, "We finished it." I sent them. The- I, I knew, it, I knew that was exactly gonna be the picture. I'm like, that. I'm like, I saw it. I'm like, that's what Sean thinks is funny because it is funny. <laughs> and you're like, that's what you look like when you come come home mad. <laughs> also, ever I I want to point out because I don't know if like I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure you guys noticed how. Uh, Obi Wan head sliced open one side of the helmet and Ahsoka did the other. Yeah, I love that a little bit. But Luke was the only one to take the whole helmet off. Yes, yes. I love. They God, can only see one side of him. I I love that oh. whole fight. I like cannot. Also, when when and like sorry, Vader drags Obi Wan through the oh fire. Oh my God! Like, this man is seething with rage. Ooh. Like you know, he wants to make him suffer. Yeah, and I love it. Also, I do want to bring up, just like, because I, I want to talk about that uh, that Vader versus Obi-Wan, like, the second fight. Yeah. The fact that even though Vader is so, like, his mission is just to make Obi-Wan suffer, he 
winds up releasing a lot of the pain Obi-Wan is holding. Oh, yeah. When he goes, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker, I did. That releases Obi-Wan of so much of his guilt, mm-hmm. thinking he's the reason, what, like, he is the, he, like, he's the person who killed Anakin. Vader saying that, like, you can, like, you know, you could see and, like, you know, just hear that, um, that Obi-Wan has now, like, that is a release for him. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. I, I won't, I love that fight. There's so much nuance to it. Also, I, before I forget this. Yes. This show just proved Hayden Christensen can act. Oh, George yeah. Lucas just can't direct. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, even though, you know, a lot of it is, um, oh, God, what's his face? Hayden Christensen. No, uh, James Earl Jones. Jones. J- James Earl Jones. Okay. Like, he does yeah. a lot of the voices. But, um, you know, we do get Hayden, like, acting. Yes. He can act. And, he can act. and that's him under the armor, too. That's him under the armor. Yeah. Which, also, I love the, the whole, like, uh, Vader versus Obi-Wan scene, like, one. Yeah. That... Uh, Ewan was like, I was genuinely scared because I didn't know where he was coming from. <laughs> like, he's like, I was genuinely scared. Also, when Vader snapped that kid's neck. Dude. No reason. No reason. Me, me and Joe were like sitting on her and we went, oh, oh. That's like the, the, that's the first of two kids they kill in this show, too. Like, he yeah. there, there was another scene where the stormtroopers just light up this house and this kid's like trying to like cover his already dead parent and they just shoot him in the back and I'm like, oh my lord. Also, Quinlan Voss awesome. reference. Yeah, baby. That's why I've been waiting for. I, and it's so funny because when we're like, me and Joe are like, huh, what if Quinlan Voss is there? He's like, and he goes, Quinlan. We're like, Quinlan. He's like, Quinlan was here. And I'm like, yeah, Quinlan Voss. Quinlan Voss. That is, that is my favorite, man. He survived. As someone who is a big Dark Disciple fan, I'm like, Quinlan, Quinlan. Sean, uh, you want to talk about Dark Disciple? Um... It was a gift book that I didn't get to finish because I just was so busy last year, but it was pretty good. Um, I liked how they kind of, like, established um, not only, like, Quinlan's character, because, like, to be honest, in, like, Clone Wars, you only get to see him, like, a handful of times. I could probably yeah. count on, like, one hand how many times you really, like, see him. So it really... I wish we got, like, the last arc of that. It would have been, like, so good. I liked... Because Ventress is a really good character. I love Ventress. I so, felt like that whole book was a really nice conclusion to Ventress's arc. Oh yeah, and like it also like yeah. points back to kind of her losing her people. Yeah, it goes to they go back to Dathomir. Yeah, little spoiler how kind of Quinlan falls a tiny bit, but then comes back eventually. Yeah. Um, overall, it's a pretty good book. I kind of wish I got to finish it, but uh, Dark oh well. Disciple <laughs> is definitely like speaking of books that are in my top five because I uh-huh. I think like I like I said I don't want to spend too much time on Kenobi because I have so much I like I could literally just talk about like Kenobi I for like know. two hours yeah, and fair. we will. Um, so I just like let's go to books. Like speaking of top five books, yes. Joe, Joe, talk about yeah. it. Uh, the bad. Uh, the, I was a bad. Inferno I was a bad batch. Yeah, Inferno we, we, Squad. We're not gonna, yeah, Inferno <laughs> <The pain>. Squad. <laughs> Inferno oh. Squad. Is... Inferno Squad is a great book. It is now in my top five books. So Star Wars books. Like talking because uh, my friend is my friend's a big Star Wars fan and she she was um she was a Navy veteran for like six years and she's like. Reading the tail end of that book, capturing the sort of like the moment where it sinks in what I like what when when it sinks in for Iden like she was not a combat veteran but you know she 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 was like you know I know people who you know went to combat and did things just like that in the book like horrible things that they were forced to do like is the girl from uh, Balfron in there? 
Uh, yeah. Aiden? Yeah. Aiden. yeah. So it's, it's so, Aiden, the, uh, the, the cool guy, the guy who I hate so much, and then a new precious little bean that we don't get in the, the game. And like, hey, why isn't she in the game? Oh, yeah. the cool yeah. guy and the but guy like, you hate so much? Uh, I forgot his name, and I... Gideon, I hate him. Gideon Hask sucks. Del Miko is a simp. Del, I love him. I love Del Miko. He simps for Aiden so hard. Yeah. I love him in the game because he continues to be a simp. But like, like she, you know, my, my friend Casey read the book too, and she was like, you know, that's the friend I was talking about. She's like, I had to put this book down because it reminded me too much of too many therapy sessions that I was like giving to people who have done horrible, horrible things. And I'm like, so yeah, that. That like, book made me viscerally like, and it's so funny because I don't like reading like blurbs of books. I kind of like going them in like into those books blind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I didn't read like I had this book sitting on my shelf for at least like four or five years. I'm like, and I'm like really trying to get back into reading, and I was like, because I need to read these books, and I'm like, you know what? Let me read. At first, I was gonna read *Heir to the Jedi*, and then I was like, you know what? Let me let me read *Battlefront*. I read the last hundred page page of those book that book in like two like an hour and a half. Because, <sighs> okay, I'm spoilers for this book. Yeah, I don't care. Go for it. Mm. Mitch, I mostly told you about this book because I literally was, uh, like, I was literally like, messaging, like, voice messaging Joe and Midge separately on Instagram of me, like, actually sobbing. Yeah. This was the first time my book has made me cry in a while. So, like, I have this bad thing with books where, like, I kind of just start skimming. And then, so, like, you get this little piece with this character, uh, is it pronounced Sign or Sen? Sen Marona. Sen. So, like, so the whole thing is that the uh, Inferno Squad, it's like right after the first Death Star gets blown up. And they're sent to deal with this group of partisans called the Dreamers. They are whatever is left over from Saw Gerrera's group mm-hmm. that uh, died in Rogue One. Right, right, right. And right, right. so they're sent undercover to go infiltrate this group of partisans who are terrorists. And she, like, so uh, Sen starts to fall in love with i forgot what race he is but it's like they were shown in the comb or is it the one with like kind of purple skin like yellow eyes oh i think um wait let me l- let me look him up i forgot quick. um so like she starts like getting close with him mm-hmm. and Aiden goes hey sent like and sends like sends the youngest other girl i think she's a kage he was a kage um like sen is the youngest out of the group she's like 20 Sure, like twenty. She's she's in her early, like she's between like nineteen and twenty two. I forgot how old she is, um, and like this particularly hurt me because Aiden says blatantly, she's like, "Hey, you're not getting attached, right?" And Sen goes, "No, I've been undercover a bunch of times. Um, I I don't like I played like the romance part before. I don't get attached." And so famous last words. Famous last words. So Sen and this dude who I forgot his name. That's fine. Um. So they're sent to so, wait, Sidori. Sidori, that's his name. So Sen and Sidori get sent to, on this mission, just the two of them, mm-hmm. to go undercover as Imperial students to blow up a factory that they're touring with this, like, and they are told to make a statement. They have to also kill the students. <gasps> and Sen is kind of like, like Sidori's like, no, I like, I'm not a fan of this, but I have to do, like, you know, it's going to send the message. And uh, Sen is like. I don't feel really comfortable with killing like you know three hundred students who don't like who aren't like you know a part of the military they're civilians and so they get sent into to uh, you know set bombs and Sido- uh, Sen sets hers for to delay for five minutes so they leave and Sidori goes why didn't the bombs go off yet 
and he's wearing like he's wearing like synth skin makeup oh my god this is the part that had me crying where she goes Sidori just stay with me and like she like starts like rubbing off the makeup so she could see his real skin he's like no he's like he's like I have to do this they kiss and he goes back inside and dies Uh... and then when they go back they're like, oh my god, no! Like Sidori's parents, who've like kind of like adopts them, like as mm. like their they it was her their potential like you know daughter-in-law. Yeah. And then like Sen gets found out because she says that she only speaks two languages, and then she overhears someone who's speaking a language that she's not supposed to he- know, and she responds to it. Oh my god! And they're like amateur move. Because like she, she's so emotional because they were talking about Sidori, and she's like, no, like he you know he died for the cause, and they're like, why do you know this language? Cause she's a. Uh, I've been picking it up. Like she's, I, uh, she's. Oh, she, she's no. the comms specialist. Wait, 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 wait! I forgot. Even worst part. Like you mm. know, she's mm. really upset about this, and Aiden goes, "No, don't worry. You know, it, like the memory will fade. She has eidetic memory." <gasps> right. So she remembers everything. She remembers everything, and like, and it says like in the book, like Aiden realized, like, and then it dawns on Aiden, like that, like she will remember every last moment until the day she dies. And I said that to to Joe. You know what I said? I said, don't worry. Like, don't worry. She'll have the rest of her life to grieve. The rest of her life is like the next 20 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, the the partisans find her out and they're like, you know, you're like, you know, you're part of the empire. You know, you're a traitor. And like, Aiden's like, Aiden's like, like looking at her at the squad. It's like, no, we got to just get rid of them now. And then uh, this one dude who does, who has not liked Aiden from the start, Mm -hmm. gives her a vibrable and goes, go like torture her. (gasps) And Aiden's like, oh my god. She's like, I have to kill the partisans now. And and uh, Sen runs into the blade and goes for the Empire. Right. And that's how she dies. And I, I was like... I also think that Aiden was like, in that moment, trying to convince herself to kill them now because she was starting to get attached to them too. Yeah. And that was like, that was her out to save her friend and to save herself. And, but then that was that and was And then like Sen like runs into the viral blade and she goes for the Empire and then she dies. And it's so like horrible because then the partisans all start like talking about how disgusting Sen is like she was a dirty like imperial she was a traitor and they're just like speaking like spewing hate you know she's the reason why Sidori died I was like oh my god I was like literally like I it's way too deep in the conversations but I have voice messages of me like literally like sobbing as I'm like telling about the book I think like I think toward the end of the book like I'm totally not saying what like what happened was good like no no way at all i'm not justifying it all but gideon's like blase attitude after he kind of oh, you know so gideon just like so uh, uh, what's the leader called he's called like the elder or something the uh, i thought he was the, like the informant no, no or he, something like he's uh, called like the elder or something which turns out to be oh my god what's his face lux monteri lux monteri and i was like i was like oh, lux monteri who's that again and i had, <laughs> I had, I had a, I was like, I was like, oh my god, because like they like they don't reveal his name. They call me the elder, and they're like, Ahsoka's not boyfriend. Her not boyfriend, and they're like describing like you know he's a big part of the Clone Wars, and I was like, I was like, oh, Lux Monteri. Who? See, like when when that was revealed, I knew exactly who he was, and I was like, and at the end, I love how Aiden didn't kill him. Yeah. But like, because that shows that she's you know she's turning leaf. But when when I read Lux Monteri, I like I threw the book down and I go, holy, I I can't say exactly what I said, but but I was like. When, when I tell you that I screamed so like I was like it's him and like I called Mark the first I go I go I go to Mark I'm like Lux Monteri Lux Monteri and he's like and he's like see Red Infernal Squad um, but yeah she doesn't kill him which is great but then she goes back because like they're in this like whole like cave system yeah. she goes back to the main cave system and 
Gideon and Dell have killed all the partisans, just like shot them in their back. And Dell kind of like looks like Brutal. he feels guilty. Gideon, he's smiling and he's twirling his blaster around his oh finger. Oh my god! Yeah, like, and it's like so sad because like, like I didn't start getting attached to all of them, and there's like this, there's this one twee like who was enslaved, mm-hmm. and she's dancing like early in the book she's dancing and. Uh, I didn't goes why why are you dancing like you were forced to do that wouldn't that bring you pain and she goes no it's she was dancing something that I could do for myself now I'm not doing I'm not forced to do it for anyone and I didn't describes like as like this Twi'leks bodies on the floor she go like she describes her um her leku and how it was something that used to twirl around her when she danced and like she's like looking at all these people who she had clearly gotten herself attached to yeah. now dead and they they go back they like you know report like they report to their mission and mm-hmm. then they share a drink an expensive drink that sign had bought in the first chap like in the first chapter and they do a cheers to sign and so, so sent and that's how the book ends oh my god this book was like the last hundred pages was yeah. such an I was like oh, I'll just read like no two chapters oh wait, wait, wait hold on and then, on. and then the book ended. I was like, "Oh, I remember the thing. I I listened to the audiobook read by Janina Gavankar, who played Aiden. So hearing the pain in her voice as Aiden destroyed me, and then like and having like here like that transitioning to Gideon being so blase. Like like I said, I don't I don't advocate for what he did. That was like that was awful, like, plain and simple. Like, but it, I understand. It's awful, but like he understood because like you know Sen was like a part like a yeah know, a core part of them like. I understand. I understand why he was so malicious about it because, like, that was his friend. They just mm-hmm. killed. Yeah, they, 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 you know, they killed. And they were like talking, like such. All, they were spewing such venom towards her. So understandable. But also, like, you yourself have gotten attached to the partisan. So yeah. So him just being so blasé and being like so smug about killing these I, people, like, he, like they all like just shot them in the back. Question yes, for ma'am. the teachers. Yes. Um. So Lex Von Terry didn't die. He's not about no, right. Not dead. He's not. So right. does that mean he could maybe show up in the Ahsoka show? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, sure I would. Hope so. I would love that. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah. That, um, that's Ahsoka's husband that she gets married to later on, and they 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 buy a lovely beachside property on Scarif after it's renovated. I'm sorry. Wait. I just <laughs> had a whole conversation about like so. Me and John had this whole conversation like like because. Well, I'll get to like the uh, oh, trilogy because yeah. I I did finish that over the summer yeah, too. Baby. Uh, like in a in a happier ending where like nothing bad happened and like they found they run out of babysitters. So Anakin's like, hold on, I have a guy in the in the unknown regions, and then hey, Mithron Roto. Like, <laughs> why won't you leave me alone? <laughs> <laughs> also. Oh wait, we have to talk about the Lego vacation yes, special after yes, yes, break. Yes. But okay, after, after break, break, so uh, yes. we're gonna go on break really quick. Then we have to talk about the Lego Star Wars special and a couple of the other books, and we will be right back. Bye bye. Oh, just unpause it. There we go. And then we're back. All right, we're back. We're um, back. <laughs> so want to do we're, the we're talking first, about, and then I'll talk about like D twenty three the Star Wars stuff. Uh, let's talk about uh the um. Do you oh, want to oh, do oh. the trilogy or the holiday special first? <gasps> True. Let's, we have to do that too. Let me talk about the Throne trilogy. Did I read any other books besides or the Throne trilogy? Can I? What? Can what? I please draw? Can I, so since me and Mitch are the only ones who have read at least part of the Ascendancy Same trilogy, time. I do I do want to mention the pair character parallels between the two trilogies for a minute. Sure. But cool. Maybe I'm, let's, can I talk about the the first three books first? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I wanted to. I just wanted to like, <laughs> preface that. Let her okay. talk. Uh, let me talk. Um, book good. Uh, book good. Book good. The first one was the best book, which oh, yeah. is like Thrawn's humble beginnings. Um, humble, humble in quotation marks, because uh, he was clearly favored by the emperor oh, in exchange for um, information. 
Yeah. Uh, very good book. I love Eli, this little gay cowboy. <laughs> I use gay not in a derogatory term, but this man is a clear homosexual. Allegedly. Um, I love Eli Vanto. He's one of my little, my newest little scrimblows. Um, I love him. He is a country boy. I love you. you. Um, I like Thrawn in the books a lot. It kind of, like, not to defend him, but it gives a lot more credibility to his actions. Rebels, in, yeah. in the Rebels TV show. Um, <laughs> what? What? Can I say a funny about Eli? Sure. Yeah. He, he would make Thrawn wear dungarees. Wait, uh, say, do the Thrawn impression. Do the, the, the do country fun. It's country fun. I don't remember much of the first book, to be honest. Cause I, that was one of those books where I was like, yeah. oh, I started skimming. And I'm like, oh, Night Swan's here Night again. Um, I knew too much about that book. I know. How many head, times did you read that book? Head full. Four. Four times. Head okay. full of Thrawn. Head full of Thrawn. I, I read it four times waiting for the second book in the trilogy back when it first came out. I bought that book, the oh, like, like, not day one, but I bought it like opening week. Yeah, and, and I didn't, read, didn't it. read it until when like I this year. Thrawn. I didn't read it until I did, I started reading this December, and then I finished it in March. So I, March. I've never passed out, or like been like I've never been like so reduced in energy after a reaction to anything. Mm-hmm. When Thrawn came back into the canon, I screamed until my throat was raw. Oh, when I saw the Rebels reveal, and then I saw there was a book. And then I saw there was a trilogy, and then I saw there was another trilogy. I was like, I'm in heaven. <sighs> I know my stepdad's not listening because I don't think I ever told my parents what time the show was coming That's on. That's okay. <laughs> Neither did I. My stepdad, I gave my stepdad the book. It's still sitting exactly where he put it down <laughs> back in March. He just, uh, he, it's like, it's not the, what is the old enemy of Thrawn called? <sighs> the Use on Vaughn. It's not the Use on Vaughn. My stepdad, <laughs> you know, grew yeah. up with. Like, this man has not left, like, 90s Star Wars. Gen X moments of him, yes. He, he's like, he's like, the Yusong Vong. I'm like, the Yusong Vong doesn't exist anymore. It's the, uh, my God. It's the Grisks. The Grisks. He's like, but the Yusong Vong were so good. I'm like, they really weren't. I didn't read the books. I could tell you right now they weren't really that good. They are just a really bad, like, analogy for cancer. Like, I've read What? Yeah, the Yusong Vong is just an analogy for cancer. Yeah, because. Are you saying that Thrawn technically had cancer? (laughs) No, Thrawn beat cancer. Thrawn okay. beat cancer. No, but like, but no, the the Yuzon Vong are a boring villain, one dimensional, and the entire Yuzon like the the Vong war was just so needlessly complex. And then you know there was fake Thrawn, there was clone Thrawn, there was uh, also I hate the way Thrawn is drawn in the nineties covers of the books. I know he he looks like a dude. That's the problem. He's n- yes. No, 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 not like, not like, Wait, not on. like you. Mm-hmm. Love my Andro King. <laughs> oh yeah. My androgynous. He's not androgynous. Oh, I love my androgynous. Thrawn's king. not androgynous. Let her have this. He's so no, no. Let the kid have this. Nope. Andro King, love Thrawn him. Thrawn is not androgynous. He is to me. <laughs> he, is he is to, to me. me. He's real to me. Fundamental misunderstanding of the word. <laughs> Anyway, anyway. Um, this why you booing me? I'm right. Get out of my studio. Why you booing me? I'm right. Um, I don't remember much of the first book because I read it a little bit ago. So, yeah. and I also didn't read it four times. It was a good book. It's my favorite. It's the longest out of the trilogy, That's but true. my favorite, Alliances. Alliances. It's kind of a nothing story. It's really clearly like promo material for Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, but. 
God, was I living for <sighs> fan service. Fan service. If I was not living for Thrawn and Anakin's woody banter. Absolutely, of, baby. Also, I reread the whole little passage of, yeah. that's what I said, Mithron Naroto. Mithron Naroto. Mithrona Roto. Roto. I love that there was that animatic on Tumblr of that. Yeah, I, lo- I, love I watched that. that animatic so, so much. Um, also because that led to our conversation of Anakin's the guy who goes to a Mexican restaurant mm-hmm. and pronounced it Keith Quesadilla. 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 And Tequila. Oh. Tequila. Tequila. And like just mispronounces Quil. everything. Um, we love a white man who can't pronounce. Yeah, th- th- this is such a white man. I love him. He he would go to a Japanese restaurant called Udon Yudon. <laughs> White man moments. Anyway, can I have udon noodles? Udon. Or like um, he, he would go like teriyaki. I don't know. Like, <laughs> he, he would he would over he would over pronounce something and under pronounce something else. Can I like, have sash imi? Yeah, can I have sash imi? Sash imi. Sashimi. Sashimi. Um, but I love all the little like banter and also because the dichotomy between mm. Vader and Thrawn and Anakin and Thrawn yeah. is just like I hate you but reversed. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, also, the entire book is just, <laughs> hey Vader, remember the time? And Vader be like, no, because no. I wasn't there. It's like, what do you mean? Remember the time? Which, I... oh, sorry, moving back to uh, Kenobi for a bit. Yeah. The reason <laughs> I love this, like the reason Reva knows <laughs> why Vader's Anakin is because she's a girl boss and Thrawn. <laughs> Makes friends with every girl boss he knows and told her. Never not the actual reason. It was really I, sad. I am, I imagine like I imagine Thrawn is like this man can't get any worse, and then he becomes Darth Vader, and he's like, I was wrong. He got worse. I thought you shutting up would be a good thing. <laughs> no, I I love like as much as like I'm not a fan of like a, like alliances as a story. Like oh, yeah. it just feels like there's no real risk to it for me. Cause I like we know they're all gonna make it out fine. That's like my same issues with Lords of the Sith, which Joe like mean like I should probably reread Lords of the Sith, but I don't want to. I hate that book. Then don't. But like I kind of understand when me and Joe were talking about it a couple weeks ago, um, as like a character study on Vader and yeah. Palpatine's relationship. Yeah. I really hated that book. It like like it did drag at times. It, I that, that was a very drag. Book. Charles Soule's a great writer though. He wrote Plagueis. Plagueis is one that was a character study on Palpatine and Plagueis. It was a great book. But Alliance is kind of a nothing story. I was just there for the fan service, yeah, which is fine because I reason, see yeah. Star Wars fans complain when they don't get fan service, and then when they do, it's like, oh, they can't come with anything original, it's just fan service. The reason I like Alliances so much is because of the fan service. That's why, that's that's why, why it's my favorite book. Of the that's series. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I reread Alliances only twice before the final book, which was Treason, came out. Mm-hmm. But here's I, a hot take I'm not a big fan of Treason. I only reread it because Pharaoh. Karen Pharaoh, my beloved. My beloved. That, that woman is that woman is one cup of calf away from a mental breakdown. No, it's my oh, favorite yeah. part of treason. What is it? Big hot women, Arlani. Which Thrawn? Wait, <laughs> wait sorry, <laughs> Sean. Um, that's not Arlani for someone who didn't read the book but knows what she looks like. Uh, are <laughs> you talking about the thing on the couch the other day? Yeah, <laughs> I was sitting on the couch looking at pictures of Arlani. Okay, so I'll preface this. I have no idea what any of these, the three of them are talking about, probably until they're done talking about Star Wars books. <laughs> it's fine. Um, <laughs> so they used to play Mass Effect. I don't really care about Mass Effect yeah. either. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so there's a character in Mass Effect called Liara. Yes. Okay, I've seen head nods. I'm correct. Yeah, yeah. Right. Which 
is a blue woman, just like Arya. Arlani. Arlani is a blue woman. Arya is so- another blue Arya. woman from Mass Effect. <laughs> Arya Grande. I'm no, speaking. Arya. <laughs> so, two of them are blue alien women, and they have very similar letters in their name. Yeah. So, I was looking for Arlani and uh, typing in Liara into Google, and I'm like, why am I getting the woman from Mass Effect? Why is she not chis? Why, why are you not chis? blue? <laughs> And then I'd be looking oh, for Liara. I was typing Arlani. <laughs> um, it's just a continuous well, cycle. I, I was I was talking about the fact that you were like, I may be gay, but damn. <laughs> that too. <laughs> like, I may be gay, but Arlani's hot. Yeah. She can step on me. I, 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 I let it pass. So hot. She's, she's a seven foot tall trans woman. She deserves that respect. Okay, am I hearing a no? That, that's <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm agreeing with that, you. That's not canonical, but I also had canon that she's Non-canical. so beautiful. Um, but also, I felt like ha- like I think it was in the first chapter of the book when they're having that meeting between like Tarkin, yeah. Krennic. I think the the guy who turns out to be the main antagonist and Thrawn. I'm like, this is just four gay men arguing oh, at a table. Yeah. And then Ronan comes in. Yeah, yeah it's like Ro- no, it was like Ro- I don't think Ronan was there. It was like Ronan, Tarkin, Ronan, Krennic, Rick, and the guy, the other guy. I forgot his name. I don't, I don't care. I didn't really like that book. Um, I was like, he's dead. Who's scared? I didn't. No, he's not dead. He's, he's in prison. He's in oh, prison. he's in prison. No, I was like, this was for tax ga- evasion. I was like. It's not tax, tax evasion. evasion. No, it's a multitude of things, but like tax, tax evasion was one sure. of them. I was like, this. I'm like, this is just four gay men arguing at a table. Also, like that book was kind of boring. I do like how but that Eli trilogy. Came Eli came back, and the only part I care was like Eli and like that gr- that that girl who like the the uh, Starwalker. Vanya. Vanya, and I'm like Eli's gay. Back off. Starwalker. <laughs> <laughs> back off, Vanya. I, like, I, I love gay. I, I love how like Arlani was like uh, in, it's in the beginning of the treason trilogy but like the character dynamic between her and Thrawn in both trilogies is amazing I do not flounce I do not flounce like that that woman like in the beginning she's like I don't I don't know why I don't know why people get attached to their skywalkers five minutes later this kid's like I want crayons she's like get her crayons I love Arlani so much which once again rounding back to the whole conversation like if if Thrawn ever babysat the skywalker kids that Arlani would be so endeared to Leia. Oh, like yeah. that, like this is a lesbian auntie, and that her's her favored niece. And she's gonna get her all the gifts. Like Arlani is like the person who brings like a boatload of gifts at Christmas. Sorry, Leia life day. And Luke. I just thought you were blue. Th- I just thought you were girl Thrawn. I've oh, been yeah, calling you that for years. Like like we said that Han just like calls her blue Thrawn in her, his head, and she's like, I am better than Thrawn. I am better. Um, I didn't read the Ascendancy trilogy. I I needed like it. It bridges the gap very it does, well. Yeah. It, like, I I know it bridges the gap, but I was just like I need a little break from Thrawn right now. Yeah, I want to read some other stories. Yeah. That's why I read. Uh, Things like, Sam has never said in her life. I need a little bit of a break from Thrawn. Like I won't s- shut up about him, but like I needed a break from <laughs> book like reading, reading a book about yeah. Thrawn. Like, so I because I had other books. Um, I needed to read. I so that's why I read Battlefront, and then I'll go over. I'm gonna give my very brief overview on Last Shot, which mm-hmm. is a Han and Lando book. Yeah. It was good, not my top five. I'd say there was some very good body horror. Ooh. Like it was kind what? of like it was kind of like a techno body like horror book at some oh. points, and those were the points I really enjoyed. It was like. And it was basically like a whole like doomsday device where it would like take over like every droid in like the galaxy and like cause like a whole genocide. Ah, it oh, was, the, that that's it, a legends thing. It was really, oh my God. it was interesting. Um, like some of the parts of the books dragged, but overall a very good book. I read it within a month. 
Um, Is it a Star Wars thing if he doesn't drag a little? Yeah. Um, but that's really my only opinions on um, on last mm. shot. Like, like I said, when it got like some like some cybernetic body horror, I was oh, like, yeah. "Whoa, this is like interesting for a Star Wars book." Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, I will always adore like early dad Han. Yes, I love him in the aftermath books, dude. He says like to because this is like no uh, Ben is already born, and he's, yes. he said to Leia at one point, he's like, "I barely know how to be a husband. I like don't even know how to be a dad at all." Like, and it's so cute, because, like, he's, like, genuinely trying, mm-hmm. and it's, like, very endearing to watch for, like, Han Dang, from A New Hope to, like, Han to these books, like, that he actually, like, cares about people. And then it gets messed up. And then it gets messed up again. But, enjoyable book, oh, not yeah. my top five. I'm gonna yeah. say, I'll, I'll give my, since we're done talking about books, I'll give my top five really quickly. Yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, Lost, Lost Stars is my top book. I won't shut up about that book. I want to reread that again. Lost Stars, um... So the after I'll wrap up the aftermath trilogy it's into one book. Yeah, Great honestly. book. I'll say Battlefront Two. Mm-hmm. Throne Alliances. That's another Star Wars book I read. Oh, sorry, no. Scratch that. It's Lost Stars, Dark Disciple, Aftermath Trilogy, Throne Alliance, uh Throne the, no, the first sorry, one. Sorry, uh Battlefront Battlefront Two, Inferno Squad, and then Throne Alliances. Yeah. And that is uh, okay. my my top five books for Star okay, Wars. Okay, okay. Um, so the ho- the the holiday special. The va- the Seven. Lego Star Wars Vacation Special is probably the best Star Wars p- piece of media I've ever consumed in my entire life, and I have consumed every piece of Star Wars media, most like not a, a lot, lot of them. A lot of them. I've not consumed the comics yet. As many as you can get your hands on. I'm the only comic books I'm, like Not I was forever. talking about this um with someone wink, uh, recently about like. Star Wars has a lot of content at this point where you kind of have, like, when it comes to books and comics, you have to kind of start picking and choosing what yeah. you want to read because, like, you just don't have the time There's to, like, just, many. like, yeah. consume all of that. So the c- comics I'm going to read, I'm going to read the Darth Vader comics, both Afra. both runs, I'm going to read the Dr. Afra comics, yeah. both runs. Dr. Afra is the perfect kind of representation we need in comics. She's a chaotic lesbian with daddy issues. More oh. importantly, she's not, like, she's not obsessed with like like the two things that representation tends to get like iffy about is like they make like she's totally girl obsessed or she's not girl obsessed at all and and it's just a post hot like they edit on after the fact like oh like like a certain jk somebody who does that Mm. quite often wait just just a quick thing i think is one of the best representation like queer representation media mac yeah always sunny Mm-hmm. Not a good person. Great gay representation. Gay representation because it's not his character. It's just like the whole episode where Mac comes out and they're like, "Okay, Mac, you go back in the closet," and he's like, "No, I think I want to be out." And they're like, "Oh, oh, okay, okay. yeah." They're, they're like, the lottery ticket back." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, but like nobody was surprised by it. Yeah, like it's just like Mac's like, "No, I'm not gay for so long," and like, but it was like humor about it of Mac mm-hmm. like not coming out because he's like, "No, I'm sure I love God." You know, gays go to hell, but it's like always like joking about it, and then he comes out and he's like, "No, I want to stay out of the closet," and it's great. And then when they go to Ireland, he falls in love with a priest, <laughs> an Irish priest. You know, the that show is great. But it's- yeah, like like Doctor Afra kind of gives me that vibe because she's like she's morally bankrupt more so uh, more so than Mac. Let's get that right out. Like I'm not comparing the two characters at all. Mm-hmm. She's morally bankrupt. She's like Indiana Jones, except if Indiana Jones like at every like in every movie just like turn on his partner and like you know uh screw them over she is the 
she's the antithesis of Indiana Jones, where she's not doing it for like you know, because he's like it belongs in a museum. No, no she's all about profit, baby. Yeah. Like, she's all about that no, it's, it's so great because she was just a side character in her Vader comic and yeah. like people loved her so much they wanted her own comic series so if I will ever have time anymore I will read the, the Afra and the Vader comics and that, that comic is written by my favorite comic writer Kieran Gillen uh, Kieran Gillen has a way of writing like complex and like actually interesting women and he has a way of writing lesbians I don't like he's just really good at it um, he wrote one of my other favorite series. It's like an alternate history super soldier World War II called Uber. I'm not going to talk about it now, but it's a really good series. Did you read the Mole comics? No, I, yes, you did. I did. Yeah, because Mark used to give you his iPad. Yeah. iPad kid in, <laughs> in class. And he's like, he's like, hey, new new Mole just dropped. And you would read the Mole comics. How were they? Yeah. Um, they were great. Uh, it shows like Maul actually has respect for his opponents. Like it takes. I I know from Star Wars theory how he like got his lightsaber or something. Yeah. And was, like, when he's paired up with the Jedi when they like crash landed or something. Yeah. Um. He he like there was this Jedi Padawan who got kidnapped. She was a Twi'lek. Um. She got kidnapped and they he stole her away from these people who were gonna sell her into um slavery some kind of slavery. I'm, I'm not gonna like you know it's probably gross. Um. Well, all slavery is gross, but you know. knowing Star Wars and yeah. their predilection towards Twi'leks and slavery. Yeah. But like he, you know, he kidnaps her. He's like, he's like, I want to fight a Jedi, and you're that Jedi. And then they crash land on a planet full of like Raftars and other dangerous creatures. And so they fight them together. And then he's like, I have a newfound respect for you. I'm gonna make this a fair fight so that when I kill you, I earn it. And then at the end, he outsmarts her and gets her lightsaber and bleeds the crystal. And that's how he gets his his lightsaber. It's really cool. Yeah, so like, I don't maybe I'll read the Darth Maul comics, but they're kind of like back burner for me. I highly recommend it. Um, anyway, like I was saying, best, best Star Wars Star media, media is the Star Wars Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Because Finn is the central point. Because uh, one, Finn yeah. is confirmed a Jedi. Two, Lego Star Wars is allowed to make fun of itself and yeah. do fan service, which I, I think Star Wars Lego. needs to do more often. I love Lego media. Um, so, like, the whole premise is that it is their, the, like, the last time the whole group is going to be together, which is Finn, Ray, Poe, and Rose. Rose, Chewie, and the droids. And the, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so they go on the Halcyon Cruiser, which is part of Disney, like the, uh, you know, the Disney Galaxy's Hotel. Edge. Yeah. Um, and they go on it, and they're constantly separated, because everyone kind of wants to do their own thing, and Finn's like, no, I just want to be together. And so he speaks to three Jedi... It's like the ghosts of Christmas. It's like the ghosts of Christmas past. So the first person he talks vacation. to is the first person he talks to is Obi Wan Kenobi, who Obi Wan then like you know, it's, they're all flat. They're all told in flashbacks. Yes. And what makes this so funny is that it's supposed to take obviously supposed to take place after the Kenobi show, and Obi Wan Kenobi, which I didn't even know, James Arnold Taylor Obi Wan Kenobi rapping, was something I did not need, like didn't think I needed until now, Glory which I turned out I did. Gamorian girls, Gamorian uh, guys. You, you guys should really stream it on Spotify because it is on Spotify. Um, I highly suggest it, and I highly suggest watching this. It's so good. It's just Obi Wan having fun. There's fan service. D. Bradley Baker's playing uh, Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, he he doesn't dance, but because it's Jabba's it birthday, birthday, he makes an exception. I'm sorry. And the fact that like so like uh, Obi Wan and this woman he's with, I forgot her name. Me too. Um. Right. Uh, Valeria. Valeria, yeah. Uh, and they, so they, they like, they're stealing coaxium from Jabba and they wind up stealing Jabba's skiff to, like, escape. And then Boba comes, like, chasing after them in, like, the, 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 in, the the ship. Ship. in the ship. And the Book of Boba Fett theme plays. And for me, who is a sucker for musical motifs, I went, that's the Book of Boba Fett theme. And it's so good. 
And then so the funny. second flashback is Anakin. They're on Scarif, which was a beach resort and turned Imperial base turned back to a beach resort. And like Finn builds a Vader sand castle. Yeah, the um, uh, the Imperialist. Uh, Anakin. Victorious. And, and like Anakin comes back in like a funny little Darth Vader like Where he's, he's wears, wearing a scuba mask. And go, um, and I just want to say that like this Anakin feels not sober. He's <laughs> not in it. He's not all. Felix Greens. Like he's baked. <laughs> <laughs> he went in an oven. Yeah, this is this is stoner Anakin. You can't sorry, say that. Sorry, sorry. Um, no, this this man like is baked. Yeah, and he like he's like. Man, Finn, you gotta find your bliss. And then yeah. so he tells a story about like through Vader's eyes, but told by Anakin about so. him. The I like I love and like him like, working on vacation essentially. Yeah. Like Lego Vader and Palpatine have like this very like bickering marriage. Also, yes. you're listening to ninety point three WMC Upper Montclair with Fandom Fair with Sam and, and then Midge. Um And we're talking like, about Star Wars. And it's like this bickering like marriage thing. Yeah. And so they so, like, Palpatine's complaining that, you know, he doesn't get to do anything fun anymore because he's conquered the whole galaxy, so there's nothing fun to do anymore, and he can't hurt people. Yeah. And he's like, oh, look, trade disputes. I don't care. Yeah. Um. So, Vader's like, I know. Let me take you on vacation to Scarif. And Palpatine's like, this is boring. I hate this. And Reminds me of people in my life who just complain about everything. People mm-hmm. I don't talk to anymore. And then mm-hmm. we get to the point where they stumble upon, I guess, the resort part of it. And, and they stumble upon... Weird Al Yankovic is in it. He's just there. It's he, Obviously, he's not Weird Al Yankovic as he's a character. Vic, Vic Vanko. Vic Vanko. Um, and he's performing, and he's essentially it's the like a, It's like this beach party. Yeah. Scarif beach party. Scarif mm-hmm. beach party. <laughs> also something you should, uh, you stream might want to stream, stream on Spotify. Just wanna. watch the whole thing. Just watch the whole, like, you should really watch the whole thing. I highly mm-hmm. recommend it. It's so yeah. funny and so good. Um, and so they do, like, this whole beach contest so they can become, uh, rulers of the beach. Yes. And so Vader and Palpatine just cheat their way through well, it. Well, Palpatine mostly cheats his way through And... Then they, everyone gets participation trophies, and like yes. a true boomer, Palpatine's mad about it. Yeah. Um. And then Vader's like, "I tried letting you have fun. You know why do you ruin everything? Like it's just like this married couple." And then energy. Palpatine starts planning out the Scarif base. He's like, he's like, I, th- I know this would make a perfect place for a base. So that's how the Scarif base was started. And now it's a beach resort again. And now it's a beach resort. And um, the last one's Leia. The last one's Leia, which I felt was definitely the weakest out of all of them. Yeah. Which is like. <laughs> also because we don't care about Ben Solo. Also, like, unironically, this is, like, literally, like, talking about white people building on native land because it's, like, this white dude who's building on native Ewok land for yeah. a resort. Um, and then Ben Solo flies the, the Falcon. Falcon because this little, uh, Trying Kiadium to impress a girl. Like, of course it was a Syrian causing trouble. His name was Rad. His name was Rad. That sounded vaguely bad, Joe. I hate to tell you. No, because the the joke was that like he. I hate Kiati Mundi. The the joke in my head is that he's related to Kiati Mundi. He's one of his kids, and it's always and anytime I see a Syrian who's like, yeah, he has five wives, and he had eight kids, but like <laughs> five wives, five wives. <laughs> and poor Anakin like, couldn't get one. My 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 little head cannon there is like he's the he's the son of Kiati Mundi, and he grew up like, you know, he he was a bit of a jerk. Because, like, you know, Kiati Mundi was, like... A jerk. Not only was he a jerk, he was an absentee father. And he was just, like... Well, because he was a Jedi, but... Um, 
Yeah, that's my head canon. Yeah, like, I don't think anything was particular. Not like. You know what I think was the best of that section? Sean, please do it. <laughs> so, um, while we were watching this, the ghost Leia sounded like uh, Jennifer Coolidge yeah. from uh, Legally Blonde, <laughs> another Cinderella story, Onward and Onward. Oh. I can only do like the voice like once a year. I'll try to <laughs> But I swear she sounded like Jennifer Coolidge, where it's like, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan. <laughs> Kenobi, Kron. Like, the, the joke was funny the first time because it came from Anakin. Yeah. yeah. Like, it wasn't as funny from Leia. Because, like, Leia knew knew Obi-Wan for about five seconds. Like, it it was funny, like, from Anakin's point of view, because, like, you watch Clone Wars. How many years have they spent together? And just, like, just, like, especially, uh, oh, my God, what's his, uh, Matt Lancer's, yeah, uh, Matt Lancer doing, doing, like, the snips, that voice. Yeah, he's, like, he's, like, Obi-Wan, fun, Ah, like, it's funny. But, like, they do the joke again, and it's not funny. I didn't think any particular... Like, that was even, like, a kiddier one. No, what was supposed to be went to Mabimbam, and, uh... To, you mean Mimbam. Sorry, I say... Like, I read it as, like, Mabimbam, like, the, oh, hit you Macro- mean, like the-, the hit McElroy podcast. And, like, it's basically Han living his glory days. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, you know, I met Chewie in that pit over there. Didn't Chewie try to eat you? Also, yeah, we had good times. Also, like, me and Joe have this, like, joke that we can't make on here. Nope. Where it's like, it's like, hey, son, you see... Like, they go to, like, they go to Ender. It's like, hey, son, you see that logo? That's where I proposed to your mother. <laughs> and conceived you. <laughs> I can say that. Okay. I can, I can well, say the word conceived. That's fine. Okay. It's a lot more raunchier. Um, but, like, that was definitely, like, a kiddier one. Yeah. Like, Rad is just, like, this bully character. And then uh, Ben's got a crush... On a girl. On a girl, like who also happens to be that um, hotel hotel guy's the hotel, daughter. Yeah, the, the that ho- guy who's clearly homosexual. Who clearly adopted that girl with his husband, who isn't in the special. Like it, it like it was definitely like a kiddier segment. Like the other two definitely had like I felt like had an appreciation for like older audiences who yeah. consume a lot of Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Um, the last one just I like would skip. You're kind of just counting down till the movie was over. I was yeah. like, all right, let's like wrap we this hit up. The peak at Vader and Palpatine. Yeah, like it, it peaked up Vader and Palpatine. The other the last segment's not that funny. I gotta say, the Obi Wan was the best part. <laughs> the Obi Wan was the best part. <laughs> Gamorrean girls slaps. It's such a yeah. good song. Yeah. Um, I think it's just funny because I'm like, this man literally just like had to like let go of his best friend, and now he's at a Jabba's he's palace. He's marrying. Utini and Didi, and he's wearing he, he's wearing a um a, a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, yeah, it's just great. Like, and unironically, it is like the best piece of Star Wars movie I ever watched. It's just fun. It makes fun of itself. Yeah. There's music. It's whimsical and fun. It's whimsical and fun. <laughs> whimsical and fun. The, the and like uh, Finn is like the main character, and, and we love our boyfriend. Also, I want to bring up this because this is a joke that we had watching it. Is like, you know. Finn goes, you know, Ray's going off to the Outer Rim to see if she could, like, no, the Unknown Ranger to see if she could find Jedi temples. I'm like, she's gonna be like, wow, look, a house. Hello, I'm Ray Skywalker. Not again. <laughs> All I'm saying is that Take she's... Ezra Bridger home. <laughs> she's not gonna find any Jedi stuff out there. I don't think no. she is. No, yeah. she's Nothing. gonna find a very angry Peepaw thrawn. <laughs> she's gonna pass by uh, Avaloth and she's just gonna be waving to her. <laughs> I wish I was at Avaloth. I, like, lost it. <laughs> You're like, get out. <laughs> she's got my, like, 90-year-old thrawn with his walker. <laughs> she, she's gonna she's gonna drive by and, like, see this big rock floating by, like... Who are you? We're the Yuzan Vong. Go away. No, you're not. <laughs> Who? No, you're not. And she's like pushes him back <laughs> in space. <laughs> like, 
it, like, like I said, the last part wasn't like it wasn't that great, but overall, very funny yeah. and good movie, and I highly yeah. recommend it. Um, now for the ho- the Lego Holiday Special, oh, okay, which okay. came out almost two years ago, which makes me yeah. throw up. I still have to watch the Halloween one. I we all have to watch the Halloween one, which I heard has yeah. like the uh, oh my god, the Bad Batch is in it. No, not the Bad Batch. You watch the uh, you watch the show. It's the other Lego Star Wars show. Freemakers. Oh, Freemaker. Yeah, it has like it says like the Freemaker characters in it. Um, but I think, like, Poe, Poe's kind of the main character in that. Yeah, good for him. Um. <laughs> should also watch, like, um, what was the... There was a, there was a third one, right? No, fourth that's what, one? That's, that's what we're talking... No, there's a th- there's only three. There's a holiday... Okay, there's only three. There's Terrifying Tales, uh, Holiday Special, and Summer Vacation. Yeah. I thought there was a fourth one. I was one. rudely interrupted when I was watching the Holiday Special originally in December, but glad to see it again. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I had watched it, and I was like, oh my god, we have to watch the, uh, the holiday special, which, br- it brings back Chewbacca's, like, wife and son from the original, like, 19... And, and what, his grandpa. And his grandpa was from the 1978 holiday special? Yeah. The 78 holiday the se- special the 78 that I have on DVD. Sp- you have it on DVD? I do. I can't find it, but I have it. Jack got it for me for my 21st birthday and he was like and he gave me 20 bucks because he's like I'm too I can't go to the liquor store but buy it you're gonna need it for this <laughs> <laughs> the, the, so like it brings back stuff from the 78 holiday special which is so funny um it Ray is the main character in this and I really I wish this was the plot of Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. so like Ray feels bad because she feels like she can't teach Finn how to be a Jedi and that she's a bad teacher so she goes to this planet, which I thought was in Clone Wars, but it's apparently just a Lego Star Wars it's thing. It's just a Lego Star Wars thing. And she finds this crystal that causes her to go back in time. She does a, does a Doctor Strange twirling it around. Yeah, she does, like, the Doctor Strange twirl the crystal around, and she's able to travel through time. And so she starts seeing, like, it's all... just th- Star Wars Doctor Strange? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, she starts, like, seeing, like, all these, like, uh, Master and Padawans, like, together. Yeah. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, I can learn from them. I could teach Finn. She wants to like opening the leaving the portal open for too long, and Vader hops through it because Palpatine's like, yeah, I <laughs> want this crystal. Like she pops out in uh, a it's Hoth when she first meets Vader. No, no, no. Oh, no, she meets him on the Death Star two, and then they go to Hoth. Then Death Star two Vader goes to Hoth and sees Hoth Vader, <laughs> and it's so funny. He's like, "You are me." There is there actually is a, there's a fourth Lego Star Wars property. It's a mini series called Resistance Rises. It's a five episode Lego Star Wars short. Yeah, go on, right. and it's just—it's like so. Like I love Vader. Like I love Lego Vader. He's so funny. Yeah, and like I get like it really kind of diminishes Vader as a character. Who cares? But it's really it's funny, funny and wholesome, and so like my favorite po- my favorite part of this whole thing is that mm-hmm. Vader and oh I'm sorry the fact that they go to Mustafar during yes. the Obi Wan and uh, and Anakin fight and it's like careful Anakin anger leads to hate I know what it leads to <laughs> <laughs> they bring the, they practically bring a gold or whatever squadron it is in a New Hope they bring they bring them with them practically oh yeah, yeah. Red Squad like, Red yeah Squad, uh when, cause like, um, Ray ends up in like Luke's uh, X wing. Yeah. It's like listen to your master. And it's so. F- and bring the whole squad with them, practically. <laughs> and then, oh, and then Luke was like, "Yeah, I guess we did it." And I love how that's retroactively how the Death Star got blown up in the Lego universe. <laughs> and so like, they wind up like going through like all these like fight like fights that happen throughout like the the Star Wars the so. nine movies. Yeah. And it ends like. It, like, it doesn't end, but, like, it winds up, they're on, on like, Tatooine, where, like, New Luke's, Hope. It, where Luke's looking at the sunset, and, and then he's drinking portal, blue milk. He's drinking blue milk, and all the, ever, like, all these things fall, and then 
My favorite part of the movie. The four Obi-Wans? No, it's the three Obi-Wans all going, hello Hello there. there. (laughs) (laughs) And then chopped Maul, like, just scooting. And he goes, like, to the Obi-Wans. And he just pulls out his lightsaber. It's so, and then, uh, <laughs> no, no, and then it's the, it's young Han and old Han. Yeah. And then there's Greedo. Oh, yeah, and then they're like, and then old Han's like, do you want to shoot first? first? After you. you. And then and they both shoot Greedo. <laughs> like, it allows it to make fun of itself. And then, so, like, the whole story, like, Vader winds up getting the crystal and, like, Ray's like, oh, no, I messed up. And BB-8 died <laughs> for a second. For a little bit. And then Luke fixed him. And then, uh, baby Luke. Which also, I, I said, I'm like, I'm like, how did Luke fix him? Like, the BB models don't come out. For like not okay. 20 years. Because Luke's Lego. special interest is droid repair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, also, so it looks kind of intuitive. Uh, droid repair and. Uh... Never mind. <laughs> I can't say that word. Men? <laughs> M- men? <laughs> no, uh, making his uncle angry. Oh. oh. I was going to use a different word to say it, but. Um, <laughs> Tell so, me later. So then uh, Vader winds up like going to Palpatine back with the thing, and the two of them end up in Kylo Ren's room. Oh, also the homosexuality! In the, clo- in the closet. They end up in the closet. Wait, no, I'm sorry. Can we talk about the homosexuality Absolutely. between Cox and Kylo in that scene? <laughs> like, like, it's the scene where Kylo has his shirt off. And Sean, so. Uh, hugs! 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 Big Hugs fans in this room. <laughs> like, listen. Is Huck's if only I was there. Is Huck's a that's, Nazi? that's where I'll leave it. Is yeah. Huck's a little bit of a Nazi? Yeah, yeah. but man, if, 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 he, if no, no, he's Donald Hall Gleason. He is the best written character. And after that, I bought like three Donald Gleason movies on DVD. So one of them's Ex Machina, which I still have to watch, like just as like a movie. Because also, I can't and, believe and, and, he has um, a wife. Oscar Isaac's in it. Too. Oscar Isaac's in it. Both of them are in it. Um, and they like wind up talking. Like so, the two of them wind up talking. <laughs> and then Huck's eyes just keep going down to his chest. He, he's like. He's like, uh, the abdominal, uh, uh pectorals. Pectoral. It's so funny. And I'm like, just a little homosexual. Oh, okay. Um, let's have this. And then, like, Palpatine and Vader wind up falling out of Kylo Ren's closet. And, yeah. <laughs> and Kylo's like, oh, Grandpa! Grandpa! What? He's and, like, you're so cool. And then Palpatine's like, this kid's cooler than you. And he basically just ditches Vader. Yeah, yeah he has Vader go down to get Luke. Be, well, because, like, Kylo explained, like, how Palpatine dies. Yeah. And then, and he's like, and Palpatine's like, yeah, I fall down a reactor shaft, and you can't come back from that one. <laughs> this like, is, by the way, in The Last Jedi, so it's, like, pre the Red Skywalker, and somehow Palpatine returned. So, it's like, oh, they know, set yeah. this up way before the Fortnite thing. Fortnite, 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 Fortnite thing. Um, so it's, it's like Palpatine like re- like replaces Vader with Kylo. Yeah, and then the plan is to kill Luke and then Vader. And then Ray comes back, and then it's like this whole like little fight scene. And also, when Ray's like Ben, I'm like, uh. Oh, also, I just have to point out that Palpatine, when he pr- basically promoted Kylo and ditch Vader, he's like. I'm the emperor. You're the supreme leader, but emperor is higher. And he yeah. just he has to keep like he has to keep he has to reassure himself reassuring like, that like it's just so funny. He's like, but emperor is above supreme leader, and I'm like, it's so it's so here. funny the emasculinity of it all. It's so funny, and then like they wind up having this big fight, and like everything returns to normal. Yeah. Um. Hey, you know, I hope everyone has the memories of that because I think that'd be pretty funny. It's like it's so it's, funny and yeah. wholesome, and like genuinely another like. Like the Lego Star Wars, like the best piece of Star Wars I've ever watched, because it allow it's allowed to be funny and make fun that? of itself. Not that I don't love a space, a yeah. good space drama and space opera, but 
I love fan service. Why do you think I love Lego properties so much? Why do you think I watched Ninjago still? <laughs> Midge and Sean I caught up Ninjago. One, I caught up on Ninjago this oh, summer. Midge has watched a lot more than me, I've, so... All of the seasons I have possible. never watched a Ninjago property in my life. It was a product at this time. I know, but right, it's still going on. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I love Lego Star Wars. Yes. It's so funny. I w- like I said, I w- I'm like, why was this not just the plot of Rise of Skywalker? I voted because J.J. Yeah. Abrams is a coward. <laughs> I also think, like, I like to think that everybody throughout all the eras that they interacted with in the movies remembers this yeah. in the universe, but they just refuse to acknowledge it because, like... <laughs> It's just a fever Nobody's going to believe me. They're <laughs> like, like, oh, it's just a fever dream. Yeah. Yeah, and like all the Obi-Wan saying hello there. I just imagine like old Obi-Wan, like, that was pretty cool. And the rest of them were like, who's that handsome old man? <laughs> also, like when the first person. Uh, so, no. The first person that Ray and BB-8 see is uh, Yoda and yes. Luke. Yeah. And then it's Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan's like, boring. Boring, boring, boring. Who cares about trade disputes? And then oh, Qui-Gon just like, look out, poison gas. And he's like, yeah, this is fun. <laughs> yeah, he's like, And then Qui-Gon dies. <laughs> then you know. Like, like that. And then also when uh, Rey ends up on top of like the elevator yeah. and she sees that Luke and Obi-Wan, it's like, it's like, remember Anakin, you have to be like, you know, you have to keep focused. And Anakin goes, I am focused. And he's holding a bouquet of flowers. Yeah. He's gonna go talk to his girlfriend. Best kept secret in the galaxy. Like that, and then just—it's so funny. So funny. It's so funny. It's so well written too. Like it's genuinely so good. Why is it good? Yeah. Like new comfort movie unlocked. Absolutely. The Lego Star Wars movies. Um. So D twenty three. Uh. Yeah. Or you want to move on to something else? Or? I know I don't have anything else to say about the Lego Star Wars properties. Um, you could go into D23. So D23 is uh, still happening right now. I have no idea what they're doing right now. But yesterday, we got the Marvel and the Star Wars panels. I'll just skip over the Marvel stuff, because none of you were interested in it except for me. So we got, like, a bunch of trailers and stuff. I think the first thing that happened was Ezra's casting was confirmed? Yes, for Ahsoka. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember what the guy's name is. I don't have it written down here. But he looks so much like Ezra. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was was a little worried. They're going, like, is it going to be a white boy? It wasn't a white boy. It wasn't a white boy. No, I'm glad they didn't do that. Yeah, so... And I think they they did saw the, the sa- comments on the first episode of Bad Batch. <laughs> I think they did the same thing with well, Sabine, Wait, me, me, look, me look at that tech. Whose little white baby is this? <laughs> I think the... I, I feel also, like the, the nurses at Camino switched him out with the actual clone. Also, I, like, me watching the first episode of Bad Batch, oh, hell no, they whitewashed my boy Caleb. They whitewashed Caleb. Anyway, I think the first trailer we got was the Andor trailer, which I watched it. And I did not. And it, it just reminded me, like, all the stuff that's like, oh, that's very partisan. So I'm very excited. I kind of want to go into it blind. I think I'm going to yeah. enjoy Andor, but... Oh, the only thing I'm really looking forward to Andor is Mon Mothma. Yeah. The trailer is fantastic. I have seen it. Right. Um, I guess, like, sure, it's, like, beautifully shot, but, like, I don't really care. I really <laughs> like Cassian <laughs> as a character. Yeah, me too. Wait, Joe, we made a, we made a joke about... Was it... Me, me and you, or is it me and our other friend? We made a joke about like I've been in this fight since I was. Oh yeah, yeah. It was about um, it was something something politics that I don't want to like. We're not supposed to. I don't know. We can't talk about them. Yeah. It was something something politics, and then I was like to about you know who. Was this like this just got real to you? I was in this fight since I was six years old, and I'm like, yeah, that perfectly embodies our relationship with said politics and so and so. 
that's when we bring Mason to the mall. We brought yeah. him to Busters, and I felt bad because we're like driving through the Target parking lot, and this kid just sitting in the back. We're like, we're like, yeah, like I, I agree with Galen or so. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. And then after that, we got the Tales of the Jedi original shorts trailer, I and I found wait. out that um, Count Dooku was going to be in it. Also, I didn't watch it, but I've seen edits on TikTok and Ahsoka being at uh, Padme's funeral. Yeah. Ouchies. Ouchies. <laughs> and also, did you guys see the edits where, like, people uh, noticed how, like, Ahsoka, I guess it's, like, in a training thing with the yeah. clones. Yeah. She Again. Uses... <laughs> no. No, she uses the exact same fighting technique during Order 66. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about uh, when uh, Anakin. Anakin's like, again. again. I'm like, also, they, they, they fixed her Padawan outfit. Yeah. It's yeah. not the ugly It's not the bando out. anymore. Which also, <laughs> I want to talk about it really quick. Oh, not how, how Pleated skirt. She was supposed to have a pleated skirt, like a long pleated skirt, and she was supposed to look like a child. But George Lucas did in his weird like thing for girls in tube tops. And crop tops. George is a weird man. Yeah. Back to you, Midge. Back anyway, to you, Midge. So Mandalorian season three trailer happened, and I was like, How was what? It? Oh, um, it's a lot of. It was like a retread of the whole you wore Mandalorian no more, you took off the helmet thing. Oh, boy. And it seems that. I don't think they're going to retread. Like, I think, aren't the they Boba going back Fett to Mandalore? Stuff. They yeah, were going back I, to Mandalore. Bo Katan was in the trailer. Yeah, I think that's like the leaked trailer. Same thing as like the leak trailer from a few months ago. It's probably. probably, probably I didn't watch the leak. Right? Like, is she on like the throne or something? Yes. Yes. Also, okay. I I want to just talk really quick. So I was looking through old messages me and Joe had on like old DMs. She had wrote like back. This was back in twenty twenty. She was, I think Bo Katan's dead. <laughs> How wrong were you? Unfortunately, I'm so glad that she's wrong. alive. Oh, we, that's another thing we differ on. Luminara and Bo Katan. I'm not getting into this fight. You're wrong. No. 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 No, I'm not. Midge. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, okay, so then there was... We saw, like, an Ahsoka screen, uh, picture for a split second, I think. And then uh, the Bad Batch... Bad Batch got delayed was pushed again. back to January, uh, I believe. Fourth? Oh, it's the fourth, yeah. This Dude. one says fourth, but I swear the one I saw was... It's going to consist of 16 episodes. One is going to be happy. Two episode premiere on the fourth of January. Okay. Um, no trailer though, which is sad. Um, we got a trailer like a few months ago though. I know, I know. And that was like a teaser. It was a it teaser. Was, like, I count it. Cody. I don't. What was? All right, I want cool. No, no, not be, <laughs> not not to be contrarian, but like I'm I'm mad at Disney. I want more Bad Batch. More Bad like, Batch. More. It, it's nothing against you and your your opinion of it. It just like, seems like you're defensive. That's all I'm saying. No, no, no. <laughs> I just I I I will hold Disney to the coals until they release more Bad Batch content. And it had nothing to do with you, considering it was a trailer. I just mm, want to clarify. Going to hypersleep till like the fourth then. Yeah. Something else, and I can't remember what the show is called, but it's happening in the New Republic, and I think Jude Law is in it. Jude Law? Yeah. Really? I, I It was something, and oh, I swear to God. Wait, wait, wait. The guy from Squid Game got casted. Yes. And the acolyte. Yes. Uh, yeah, I heard Star about. What is his name? I forgot. Uh, me too. Star Wars. Jude Law. Like seriously, he was. He was like, skeleton crew. Okay. That is, it's going to be asset. It's going to be set during the New Republic era, so I assume that means, yeah, yeah, it's like after the original Man- trilogy. Yes, Mandorera, Mandy, Mando, Mandy Weaver. See, um, like I, I wish they kept Rangers of the Republic and just didn't keep Cara Dune in it because I thought that would have been an interesting yeah. show. Oh wow, um, is name what Skeleton Crew's coming on twenty twenty three? It's set in nine ABY. Yeah. So original? like essentially the yeah, the year that um. Uh, Mando was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cast and crew. Oh, he's not on the dang. Okay. I heard the name of it before. I just don't know what it's gonna oh, be his, about. Oh, uh, the school game actor's name is Lee Jung Jae. I believe. Who does he play? I think it's gonna be like a. This is like a replacement for Rangers. 
Yeah, I know the acolyte takes place in the High Republic, right? It's like a Sith. Yeah. Related. Oh, he plays. Uh, he plays main as Seong Gihon. He plays Gihon. Yeah, I yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the guy from Squid Game. Yeah, Gihon. Um, and then there's a bunch of Marvel Chinese. stuff. There's like uh trailers for Secret Invasion. You could go over Marvel stuff. Yeah, I can. Yay. Um, there was Secret Invasion trailer. There was um. Sorry, uh, we got a trailer for Werewolf by Night, which is gonna be like a. It looks like it's gonna be like a um. St- uh, uh, sort of, let me, uh, 1940s-esque horror, uh, it's being written by, it's being directed by Michael Giacchino. That's, that's the comic Giacchino. on Moon Knight first showed up. Issue yes. 34. And then, uh, Michael yep. Giacchino, uh, the, Rogue One. The, co- yeah. the composer, no, yes, the composer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Don, Ch- whatever, Don Cheadle, I don't even know what Armor Wars is about, man. Um, Ironheart, Anthony Ramos is playing uh, the villain in Loki. We got a Loki uh, thing. Fantastic Forest director was confirmed, and I'm pretty sure that that cast list I saw is probably faked because it happened before the uh, the whole thing started. Hot take. Yes. If it's real. If it's real. I don't want John Krasinski to be Reed Richards. I said my reasons yesterday. No, I'm talking about... I want John. John Boyega. Yeah. I was already really disappointed with Oscar mm. Isaac because Oscar Isaac had vehemently said he was not getting Disney Plus for Poe Dameron. And then he got Disney And then Plus. he got the offer for Moon Knight and he took it. Good so point. I was like, you know, for someone who's so vehemently against Disney was really disgusted with the way that they, they handled Star Wars. No, he went, to, he went to Moon Knight real quick. Yeah. I really... Because John Boyega was also like, I don't want to... I'm not coming back to Disney. Yeah. They must have offered him like a tasty deal. Like I said, they must offer eyes because Oscar Isaac. He's like he, he's like the Disney overlords. Like you know, he was vehemently yeah. against Disney after yeah. Rise of Skywalker. So I was like, you no, know I respect him because you know what, I would have been upset too. Yeah. And then he got offered um, Moon Knight. Moon Knight, and I was like, bro, you you took it for someone who's so vehemently against it. So like, I kind of lost respect for him as an actor. Moon Knight's a really good show though. I really hope that the cast is fake because I don't want John Boyega to so go back too. to Disney Plus. Because I'm like, I'm like, okay, I get like Disney kind of like. Screwed you guys over with yeah. um, Star Wars. With Star Wars, but like Marvel isn't that much better. Marvel, like Marvel's. I like, say that as someone who lo- likes Marvel, Marvel is Marvel like movies. worse because I, me and Joe were talking about this. Is like there's such an oversaturation of Marvel content. Like yes. I know Star Wars, but we have not gotten a Star Wars movie in two years since 2019. 2019. No, three years. Three years, and we get we get one show every couple of months. Yeah. But also, like they they overwork their CGI guys. Yeah, Marvel on, oh, on Marvel She Hulk. Oh, Anyway, so what else was there? Uh, if I'm pretty sure I didn't watch The Incredible Hulk, but the leader is coming back as the villain in the new Captain America movie, which is going to be Anthony Mackie's Captain America. So I'm excited about that. Oh, cool. The Thunderbolts cast, like, um, uh, Bucky Barnes is going to be in. I was like, what do you mean Bucky Barnes is going to be in? Wait, hold on. Um, Elena, Belova, the Red Guardian, Taskmaster from Black Widow, Ghost from Ant-Man, uh, and the Wasp, U.S. Agent from uh, Winter Sol- uh, from Balcon the Winter Soldier, and Valentina. I can't remember her name, but she's like the Nick Fury to this team. Uh, yeah, and like what I was saying about the Fantastic Four leaked casting, which I don't think is real. I don't want John Krasinski to be Reed Richards because I think he embodies too much dad Reed and not enough God complex Reed. Like he was good in his casting in Multiverse of Madness, but I don't think he can do God Complex Reed, and I need that for Reed Richards because we lost Tony Stark. We need a new, um, selfish billionaire. I guess that's, like, that's also inventor. why. I, that's also why I hate Marvel so much because it's like you know the main villain's like 
yeah, no, these 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 uh these one percenters, you know, they're really screwing us over. Like, yeah, it's like let's carpet bomb an orphanage. I'm like, mmm. Mm. Like it's like the same thing every time. Half of the villains are just people who got screwed over by Tony Stark. L- literally, let's see, Mysterio, Vulture, um, uh, uh, uh Killian in Iron Man Three, um, the I, whatever the heck is name I, was I, in like, two. I, I'm, I don't like MCU Peter Parker. Yeah, I know. I I'm. I don't like MC like I don't like no MC Spider Man. Um, Hopefully, the direction they're gonna take him with from now on is gonna be slightly better because now he has like nothing. <laughs> Man's got nothing. I, I didn't watch Far From Home. No way home. I Sorry, watched no Far From Home. It's home. Aw- so no, I, I watched Far From Home in the movie theater. It was good. Yeah, it was okay. Good movie. Uh, I didn't watch No Way Home. I was going to because Venom was in it, and then I never did. Venom was in the mid credit scene. <sighs> uh, they're doing Venom so and dirty. Literally, he pops out. Like, you know, he pops and then he's, like... And then he's at a bar, and he's talking with the bartender. Because, no, we, we saw... And then he's gone. We saw Venom, Venom 2 is- in movie theaters. We watched the post-credits, yes. and we're like, well, I guess I'm seeing, like, No Way Home, because Venom's gonna be and in like, it. I love Venom. Save no Way Home with me. And then we didn't. And then we didn't. And then I didn't see it. And we then, then I, I know, I'm glad I didn't waste my money. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. You probably would not... I mean, Doc... A Doctor Octopus and Green Goblin were great in it. But oh yeah, Willem Dafoe's always Willem a treat. Willem Dafoe Willem, and, Willem and Willem Alfred Dafoe. Molina. Willem Dafoe. William William Dafoe. William Dafoe and Alfred Molina were amazing, and then and I did like the angle they went with Electro this it, it, time. Is Far From Home on Disney Plus or sorry, No Way Home? I don't think so. Because I think it's still Sony property. I'm not paying money for it. No. Um. So. Guess I'm not seeing it. Guess I'm not oh, we still it. haven't seen House of the Dragon, by the way. We can watch it later. Cool. Sean, time. Sean, you want to watch House of the Dragon? I'm sure I'll probably just be doing work Spider-Man. in the middle. Yeah. Um, nope. Oh, no, none of the Spider-Man movies are on here. Yeah. So it's I'm only not, like the because it's still technically the... a Sony property. The only so like only Marvel I use quote heavy are Spider Verse and Venom at this point. I like I don't care about anything. I never liked Marvel. Um, yeah. Like I don't know if I'm gonna get crucified for. I don't like Marvel. I think it. I think no, not by me. I think this point it is so oversaturated. They're overworking their CGI guys. Where the CGI comes before the even, before like the script is even written. Yeah. Um, like like I said, you know, coming from a Star Wars fan, you know, it seems a little ironic. Like, oh, you guys get a lot of stuff. I'm not getting nearly as much as Marvel people. I mean, we get like a new, like literally Moon, like Miss Marvel ended, and then like what a couple weeks later, Shield started. Like yeah. you guys are getting like. Every like a new show every couple of weeks. I'm getting yeah. one show like every three months. And even then, mm-hmm. like I pretty much decided I don't want to go see any more Marvel movies in the theater. I'm gonna wait till they're on Disney Plus because I, I already paid for the uh, my parents already paid for the uh, subscription. Like, so it's like I'm not like when, giving them any money. When did when did Kenobi end? Like July. May- Kenobi yeah. ended in July. In, just before uh, Pride. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, June. Wow. June. We went to Pride by the in way. Mis- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They went to Pride. Yeah. I, like July. Like it ends in July. I'm not getting Andor until later this month. And then Bad Batch isn't coming out until January. Yeah. So I'm getting one show every three months, and I have not gotten a new movie in three years. I could complain. I don't like Marvel. Well, I guess I'm more just like indifferent to Marvel. Yeah. Where like I feel like kind of like. No offense to you, Vish. No, I don't. I feel care. like Marvel is like almost like a cult at yes. this point. Yeah. We're just like yeah. If you're if you like Marvel, you have to tell at least ten people in your close circle I, that you like Marvel and try to convince them to the like Marvel two. too. It's the big two. It's like how Apple and Android, yeah. Xbox and PlayStation mm-hmm. used to be. Now it's Marvel and DC. If you like, insult one, then you're you uh, have listen, to. Listen, I don't even other. think DC's yeah. that good. No, I'd ra- like I said, the current <laughs> stuff. Not right now. No, I would rather watch. I, I, never I would rather animated. watch a DC movie. Then watch a Marvel movie. The animated stuff? Mwah. 
uh, if it's if we're talking oh, yeah. about like the earlier stuff, not Ruby like Justice the New League comic. Stuff. DC Great. animated is always always the, last. Oh well, yeah, like, New Fifty Two stuff, eh, but the stuff before that, yes. Well, like well, like me and Joe said, like you know, this is like. Ruby Justice League is probably gonna be like the first like oh yeah superhero thing I'm looking forward to because it's Ruby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm excited for it, and I didn't even finish do, the comic. Do you want to read the? Com- I have the comic. You do you want to read? Yeah, I have um I have it bookmarked on I have a digital copy. I I like I the one I have is back at the drum because Mitch read it in a day. Yeah, uh-huh. I, re- I read it in like an hour. Yeah. Because I'm a quick reader of graphic Because I I do have like each of the I don't have all of them I have most of the um the actual issues yeah which will be worth money. Oh yeah, um, but I I finally I'm like I need to finish this comic, so I just bought the uh, the graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I I love Ruby Justice League. I thought it was really cute. Um, let's take a break. Yeah, you, a break. You, you finished yes. your Marvel stuff. Um, I'm not gonna go on my Marvel tangent too much, so we'll go on a quick break and then we'll come back and let's talk about Blair Witch because we did watch it last. Yes, mm-hmm. and I'll we'll talk about being Poppycat. All right, we'll be right. Bye bye. And we're back. We're back. With Phantom Fair with Sean. And Joe and Sam and Mitch. I said that totally you said in the wrong order. I'm, I'm first billing. Oh my god! You no introduced way. the guest Wait, hold on. Wait, I, I, I gotta do. Let, let's do. let's let's do like alphabetical order. So it'll be like no, by last name it'd be Midge, Midge. and then Joe. Yeah. Wait, is it, what, what, what goes first? No, <laughs> no, 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 no what goes first? Sh- the, the Russo or the. No, Either way, it, it would be Sean it, first. It would be Sean first. A block versus Dolan. No, block Sh- Dolan. It'd be block Dolan. Russo words. Yeah. Doxing. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's address is. <laughs> Sean's address is. <laughs> Wait, you me, don't even know where my house is. Uh, we oh, don't. I can't even pull up on Life 360. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we're at um, Montclair State University. Uh, we're that. being doxed. They know that. <laughs> you can't dox people online. I'm sorry, you can't dox people on the radio unless you're unless our friend. You're <laughs> friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Blair Witch Project. We watched it last circa night. Circa ninety nine, not the two one sixteen. I film. read, I the I read the uh, synopsis for the two sequels last. Night. I was like, what is happening? Okay, I heard this the second. I watched a whole video on the second sequel, and I heard it has nothing to do with the first one. Basically, yeah. except I think one of the characters is for some reason Heather's brother. Yeah, there's also like in the girl, the girl. You know, no, I know who you're talking about. Um, you know, I watched like a whole like video essay on why like like because the original movie had like a very low budget oh yeah no like they, 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 don't, they don't know how like a couple <laughs> who, who thousand, said that <laughs> no they only had like a couple thousand dollars in and their then, budget like, everything else like the budget the rest of the budget like pretty much went to like uh promoting it which oh, yeah. so um one midge because i know you yes are you, are you gonna read heather's journal online or did you i haven't yet now okay because I, I watched the um we watched the game theory. I watched the game theory. Yeah. theory. We watched the film theory. Yeah, they theory shot together. it on an original budget of thirty-five thousand to sixty thousand, and then the film had a final cost of two hundred thousand to seventy-five hundred, seven hundred fifty thousand, hundred thousand after post-production edits, mm-hmm. probably after the the uh, yeah. promotion stuff. Cause that they had a whole website. Yeah, because I was a website. Ma- Ma- I was like, I was like, oh, Mitch, just, like when when Matt Pat bought I'm like, Mitch is gonna read that. <laughs> I might later. Um. So I was talking about this with Joe this morning. Yeah. Uh, after we got some Starbies, because uh, we came home and I we, we talked about Blair we Witch and I said I'm like because she goes how did you like the movie I'm like it was okay it was fine Blair Witch the Blair Witch Project is a movie where you have to kind of n- not that it's necessarily a good movie you have to respect the doors it opened mm-hmm. and the w- the revitalization the, of the found footage genre the yeah found footage that, that, that's not even the revitalization it's, I feel no, like it's, it's the like the birth it's the yeah. birth it was like you know, kind of the birth of found footage. Yeah. 
um, felt like as a horror medium. I mean, speaking of, I'm excited for you guys to watch VHS because while there were some parts that were cheesy that I didn't really, I I'm so stupid. I thought of it this morning. I'm like, I could have seen if it would work on my Amazon. No, no, no. Um, the VH- I feel like hmm? apparently the first example of found footage to like is a uh, sample that's Cannibal Holocaust from 1980. So oh it's the revive. Movie. It's that, a revitalization, right. yeah. Right. That Points movie for is <laughs> actually, like, nauseating. You watched Cannibal Holocaust? I also watched um, Green mm. Inferno, which was inspired by it, which was uh, directed by really? Eli Roth. Which I know was Green Inferno. Did, did Green, never watched Green it. Inferno was Wait, a taste... Did, did, did yes. you watch... I read the Wikipedia did, page for this, now I remember, yes. Did you watch a Serbian film? Um, yes, that was awful. Yeah, I heard, like, I watched a, It wasn't even, like, shocking. It was just bad. I heard it's just kind of, um, murder, Ooh, P-Zero-R-N. Just yes. gore, P-word. Like, like, it was originally made because the, the director was like, hey, Serbia, like, because, you know, he's Serbian. He's like, hey, government, you shouldn't ban our, uh, you shouldn't, like, censor films, so we're going to make the most Quanclivious film ever <laughs> and then get censored anyway. What are the day <laughs> So then, like, so, like, basically, he set out to to do the opposite thing that he actually did and I'm like great job genius um, anyway so back to um, mm-hmm. Blair Witch sorry I'm salty no, no, about okay. that movie um like not necessarily that Blair Witch is a good film you have to appreciate the revitalization of found footage as a horror medium yep and the avenues it took to promote because oh it was 1999 the internet was still very in it's very in, baby age in it's infancy stage yeah and it took that and it used it very yeah. well where it made a website and it like, you know, really pretended like the people who were in the movie were real and they died. Literally, it pretended that like the actors themselves Like faking died. their death. Yeah. But yeah, like the actors yeah. themselves faked like, their death. The game theory video, Matt Matt said that uh, apparently people actually sent sympathy cards to the actors' families. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, it's insane. It's, so, you know, watching it in 2022, you know all of this stuff. Yeah. You know that Blair Witch is fake. But going to the movies in 1999, and if you were, like, really into, like, you know, the promotion of this stuff, you went on the and you the can website. actually hear the movie as it's going on, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and you, you, you know, read the stuff and you watched it, and, you know, you think it's real. It's scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, everyone knows now that Blair Witch was fake, and it was this big promo thing. So you watch, and, like, it's just people yelling in the woods for, you know, an hour. It's like... Yeah. I feel like it's one of the first examples of like an ARG. Yes, for sure. ARM, really, because it's a movie. <laughs> like you know, it, it took. <laughs> that it wasn't off. a joke. I was just like a genuine. No, it, but like it took something that it, Blair Witch was something that that was done that was never done before. So you have to kind of appreciate it in that yeah. way, and that's that's why I want to watch it. I knew I probably wasn't gonna like Blair Witch. Yeah. I but I'm like I want to watch it because it's very. Impo- I'm a very big horror fanatic. And this yeah. is footage. this is a movie that is kind of quintessential to the horror like horror as a genre and not to not not to like not not to you know fumble the bag and kind of you know reveal too much about it but vhs actually did scare me when i watched it like i was not cogent i'll just leave it at that but like because a lot of it like i a lot of it when i watched it it felt real like it felt like you know again not cogent but i was there that's that's why i was like creep because it's very much a first-person point of view. That is sort of, like, what really because, makes found footage scary. Because, like, the thing with mm-hmm. Blair Witch, it, like, you know, it's not scary because it's just them yelling at each other. Honestly. Because like, there, there's a group of people, so it's less scary. I think the I think the scariest part of that film for me was, like, when, like, no, it's the same log. So that means, yeah. like, they, like, you know, yeah. they were walking in one direction and they looped back. Also, I did look over the scene after, um, like, you know, when they were running out of the tent. 
Yeah. When the camera turned back and you saw that girl like walk like without yeah. pumping her arms running, it was that was something. Like that wasn't you know, that was them running away from a girl of some kind. Okay. Like I, I thought I was going crazy when I when I was like, Hey, is I, that a girl? I, I didn't notice that. I thought that was Heather. Yeah. No. Um, but I think what's what makes the movie scary is if you watch Matt Pat's film theory. Yeah. Which is the theory that um What's that? What are the two dudes? Mike, um, Mike, and, Mike Josh. and Josh. Josh yeah, is yeah. the long-haired one. Mike is the sh- the sound guy who who's like, "Hi, Mike. Nice to meet you." It's the, the <laughs> Mike and Josh. Like in the last twenty minutes, the movie is just Josh, Josh. <laughs> yeah, but like that movie is scary when you take Matt Pat's film theory of these are two guys who went to go out in the woods to go kill Heather. Like like the theory you posits is that Josh wanted to kill Heather and he brought Mike in as like an accomplice. Yeah. And, like, the, the whole, like, last scene makes a lot of sense for that theory. Yeah. Where, you know, it's very out of character for Mike to just go run into danger, and he's, like, saying where he is. And it also, does, yeah, yeah. Like, the noise, like, it would have made sense for if a noise be in the basement that he thinks it's in the upstairs and so go sense. downstairs. And then he drops his camera, and then for some reason he's in the corner. Yeah, because if you'll remember, the the people they were interviewing talked about how the murderer in the town, like, put the kid, the one kid in the corner yes. and brought them to murder yes. them. So I think that he was setting that up basically like that was his his little signal like go ahead to bonk Heather afterward like I, you know, I, from I think behind. I think that movie becomes like not genuinely scary but there is a little fear factor when you're like like these psychopathic dudes are just bringing this like girl up scaring her for days on end just to kill her. Yeah, yeah. because like there are genuine there are situations where like people will plot to like, you know, murderize people in real life where they do stuff like they drag stuff out like this and they set up this big elaborate thing. This is this happens. Like, you know, cuz it makes sense like, you know to scare her and like to like wear her down psychologically yeah. so that she's always on edge. Um, you know, Matt Pat brought up her um her journal where she's like, why do only bad things happen when we sleep? I don't think they're sleeping. How can they sleep so comfortably? It makes sense. And even there was a, sorry, there was an AMA with one yeah. of the, the directors. Yes. Right, I thought I mentioned And, that. Uh, you know, they brought up the, the ending of the like, film because it's kind of ambiguous. Did, yeah. And then he just goes, why is Mike standing in the corner? Why did Mike not turn around? Why did Mike not turn around? Because that, that Cause implies. Because she's screaming at him. Yeah. That implies that he can turn around. So, I, I really like, I subscribe to the theory that this was. I do too. Um. Like it, I feel like plot. it makes it even yeah. creepier because yeah. whatever supernatural stuff, who cares? But like a murder plot, and it's framed as them literally thinking her thinking that everything is supernatural, and it seems like she's very interested in this concept of the Blair Witch that Josh decided to use this against her. Like I like uh. I, that like that theory is what makes this movie good for me. Oh yeah. Well, Mapet makes like a good point where like people are like, oh, like the superman. How does supernatural stuff happen? There wasn't really, like, a clear, definitive supernatural thing like happening. Because it's just, whatever. like, stones in a pile. Anyone could put stones in a pile. There's stuff in trees. Anyone could put stuff in trees. And, like, what he mentioned was when, for some reason, Heather, who seems to be the one who knows where they're going, is always at the back of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Mike and Josh are at the front. And Mike has Mike, Mike has the compass. And they, like, don't use the compass until they've lost the map. Which doesn't they, make they sense They don't use the me. compass. Um, and they sabotage the map. Yeah. They, yeah. they sabotage the map. And, like, anyone who's taken a land navigation class or even know to compare a map with a compass yeah you you have the like there's also the string you know usually on the compass where you point you know you take your your compass you point it towards two landmarks you draw a line on the map that's how you triangulate your position and then they didn't do that that's that's how you unlost yourself in the woods yeah like it like that's what's really interesting about this and also like the fact that map like i i don't really take this 
evidence too much consideration. Um, the magnets right. could have affected the compass Whatever. because, and also the fact that he's thinking about like this is in 1994. Would yeah. he? Would Matt have dragged? Not Matt. Mike have dragged speakers. How would he plug? What would he plug it into? Yeah, like yeah. there's a little bit of. This is not the 2000s. Also, yeah. like, and they are in the suspend your disbelief. Yeah, like also once again, you know, pointing to land navigation class, uh, magnets, even like. Large vehicles, magnets, cl- like close-up magnets, except for high-powered electromagnets, can really only throw off a compass by about five degrees. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're they're not gonna. It's not gonna go like haywire like it did in the movie. And uh, I forgot. I like I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Sorry. You, you know, no, no, no. You're fine. Um. Oh, the the evidence the map I brought up, which I also thought was really good, is why if if the Blair Witch is real, yeah. Why did the people who get the film survive? Yeah. Yes. How did they get? How did so they go into the forest? Pick and choose on those victims. <laughs> yeah, he's like, is the, is the Blair Witch like picking and choosing her victims? How did they go into the forest and then um, find the house, and then uh, um, get get, get the, the tapes, which we don't know where the tapes were. We assume they, uh, and also you would assume that they are in the basement. Yeah, in the basement, and then get it out. But also, you have to think about with the theory: why wouldn't they have not destroyed the tapes? Yeah. Oh, maybe so. Um, it would just be seen as just a spooky thing, and they it would further covering up their tra- tracks. Yeah. yeah, and like you know, they're just like the whole like, like if the Blair Witch is real, like why did she guide them upstairs and then guide them to the basement and then kill them there, yeah. and yeah. then bonk Mike to kill Heather, to just then kill Mike. You know, what? I I think it was a combination of things. There actually was something supernatural going on, but they planned this murder the entire time, and the uh. The God, what was it? Oh. oh, and the reason the video got released was because uh, one of the investigators on the case decided, hey, you know, it'd be fun if I released this this footage and made like made money off of it, and that's how it that's how it became a movie in our yeah. little universe. Like that's like like I said, I don't think Blair Witch as a movie is a very good movie. Yeah. Mm. But it opened up like so many doors for like movies yeah. like create paranormal activity VHS. and just like VHS and just so many different and, other like, analog titles. horror. I, I was even it like, defined a genre. I, like, yeah. I was even saying like you know Saw like Saw is another movie that was a product of its time, yeah. but it opened so much for a, yeah. the horror genre. Again, defined a, defined a whole subgenre within horror. Like yeah. that's like these movies are important to the horror genre for they the are product of, products of its time, but you have to understand the doors it opened as a horror yeah. genre. Um, yeah, product product of its time is is good. Wink, 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 <laughs> wink. Um, but I really enjoyed, I, I enjoyed the film theory. Yeah, I liked how we were just talking over it with our our other roommate who's not here right now. Like she's like when she was like hello, I'm like this is the whitest thing I've ever seen. Is she gonna so say something back? Like and they were like, and you were like, if they say Josh again, and Josh, five seconds later, Josh. <laughs> Like, I, I enjoy Blair Witch as a concept, not so much as a movie. Not the execution. Yeah. The idea, not the execution. I listen. I think I would have been genuinely scared if I was like in if I you know had seen this movie in 1999. Oh or yeah. Or we were a part of it. Or if we had not no idea. I, what was me, happening. me and Sean were joking. We're like, oh my god, this is just like me, Sean, and Joe. If we went camping, like like uh, real camping. And she's like, like Where's Sam talks ma- too much. <laughs> oh I'm hungry. God. I'm tired of eating rice aroni. You, you gotta watch Blair Witch 2 because Blair Witch 2. Shadow book? Yeah. yeah um, Wait, what about the. I read the synopsis. So, what, Blair what Witch 2. The 2016. I haven't seen that one, but Blair Witch 2 basically, t- like, the movie is a movie in universe, but yeah. it's it's also real. 
and so essentially what they were trying to sell us yeah what they like yeah and then like i I don't know what happens in the movie beside that but there's this goth chick that runs tours with the great um uh, the blair witch and like she's like i you know her her um her baker boyfriend uh you know like they you know they're (laughs) all they're like stereotypical mid-2000s characters i think there's a pregnant woman in it. I, yeah. got, I gotta find the video essay watching like why Blair Witch 2 really end, failed compared to its predecessor. At the end it's like a whole hallucination thing. I think so. Yeah, it's like everyone wakes up and it was a dream or something. The, the whole, no, 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 no. The, it's like they were hallucinating all oh, the bad stuff and it turned out they were the one doing the bad stuff. Yeah, they were the ones murdering each other. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. so like I watched the, the video essay just to kind of like that I watched on Blair Witch 2. The way it kind of summed up was it basically became commercialized. Yes. And that. that was the issue. I don't know anything about Blair Witch 2016. Uh, besides the fact that it's Heather's brother, and surprisingly, no, no, there was like nothing about like Josh or Mike's. Because it, it's just wanted- it's just called Blair Witch. Yeah, it's like, and then it's like, I well, it was like the yeah. sequel to like the Ring. It was like Rings, and I don't think yeah. that succeeded either. Yeah. Um, the, the pro- not to interrupt, but yeah. uh, I'm on IMDb right now, just like looking at like how like they're all like ranked. Um, none of them are over seven stars. Because <laughs> they're um, not really good movies. Yeah, two of them, like the original one, and I, Curse of Blair Witch are 6.5, Shadow Books 5.2, Book of Shadows 4.0, and Blair Witch 2016 is 5.0. So that's really fun to see. Mm. <laughs> they might have like misfiled mm. it. And... Okay. I think I all kind of missed uh, it in a seven. degree. Yeah, no, that that's a problem with, like, a lot of franchises tend to get Also, like, horror movies aren't, like, these, like, groundbreaking, like, no. Oscar-winning films. <laughs> even, though Scream, also- even though I agree with Trixie Mattel, Scream, Nev Campbell, and Scream should have won, won an Oscar for that role. Oh, I yeah. stand by what but I said. Here's but, like, the issue. Go ahead. Horror movies, like, you know, a horror movie come out and does really well. So, like, let's make a series out of it. And it always turns out to be bad. Except, except, except Halloween. Yes. Yep. I feel like the only time where, like, a horror movie, it's not, I feel like I would describe what Jordan Peele's doing as an anthology, mm-hmm. essentially, mm-hmm. like, yeah. uh, Get Out, uh, Us, uh, and nope. nope, that's, like, in a, it's still, all of his stuff has been- I have not watched a single Jordan Peele movie. Me either, and I watched it so bad. good. I loved, I loved Us. Kiki I love does, Nope, Kiki Palmer does the Akira slide. <laughs> Like, Get Out was great. It was freaky. Uh, I think Us was the better of the two, Us and I'm in the minority in that. I the reverse. I, yeah, me too. Yeah, like, I think, I thought Us was better because just because the idea of, like, clones taking over people's mm-hmm. lives is so, like... I've seen videos on it, and it seemed like yeah. a pretty interesting movie. But, like, yeah. I, but like it, big right now. And even when I when I talk about Halloween, I mean, out of all the movies, what, like, three of them are good? Yeah. No, sorry, mm-hmm. two of them are good? Two of them. Halloween, the first one? Oh, gee. And Halloween 2018. 2018. And the second one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Halloween kills. Walk through. Wait, wait, wait. But the last let's door. not forget the greatest franchise of all time, Friday the 13th. Oh, sorry. Jason X in space. Jason X is an American <laughs> horror classic. It's no. I, I watched no. that with my sister when we were a little too young to be oh, watching no. that movie. Jason X... If you ever want to, like, if people ever ask, like, what is American culture? What is American cinematography? Show them Jason X. <laughs> Absolutely. That movie is a cultural staple. It is every 13-year-old boy's reset. rite of passage to watch it. That's been a lot. We were never 13-year-old boys. <coughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh. All right. And 13-year-old girl. Okay. What about non-binaries, huh? 
And uh, yeah, yeah, what about me? Yeah. <laughs> you guys get. You're not you guys the only get one here you, now. You guys get this Jason is our lives. Show. This you, is our show. Wait, you guys get Jason Wait, lives. Sean. <laughs> The killer. He, he she, she, or even they, they. screams at us. Uh, screams at non-binary people can murder. No, no, like, but like Jason, Jason X is my favorite Jason movie for totally different reasons than like any other horror <laughs> franchise. Like that is solely. So, just uh, just wrap it up. You yes. Don't on Jason X because then we're gonna wrap up the show. Yeah, no, that that is like that is my favorite movie. Anyway, uh, and this whole thing to wrap it up. Star Wars, good. Um, and stop making horror franchises. Just do and just do whatever Jordan Peele is doing. Apparently, it's working. And stop. read Star Wars books. Apparently, yes. Read Star Wars books. This is pretty good. If you want to, um, Star Wars also good. Probably should watch if you want to. And please stop making horror movies into series. They will always fail. They're not good. Um, thank you for listening to ninety point three WMC Upper Montclair with Fandom Fair with Midge and Sam and Sean. And Joe. <laughs> we did our off the names. Yeah. Um, it's a pattern. <laughs> we're uh, we're back not next week though because I am going to Renaissance Fair. With, and I I'm with, with me with Josie. Um, so brush your teeth, clean your sheets, take, take a, a take shower. a shower. You're kind of stinky. Uh, uh, drink some water and touch some grass. Uh, we love you and have, have a, good, a wonderful day. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.